There's a monster in your chest. These guys hijacked your ship, and they sold your cryotube to this human. And he put an alien inside of you. It's a really nasty one. And in a few hours, it's going to burst its way through your rib cage, and you're going to die. <laughs> I got it all, man. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? Uh, this time has become like my quiet place. You're, you're mellow. You're mellow <laughs> yeah. Everything else is I'm the insanity. hardest working unemployed person <laughs> ever met in your entire life. I can say that with so much confidence. I work an 80 hour work week. Yeah, right? For nothing. Yeah. I, am, I am the laziest seven day a work uh, yeah, day yeah, worker. Exactly. You're the complete flip side. Yeah. Yeah. I work seven days a week, but I have a lot of free time to do what I want. I said, I think I'll watch hours? four movies today. Why not? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason he knows all this stuff. It's good I'm to be, a little bit it's of good both. To be Paul. <laughs> it's good to be Paul. <laughs> <laughs> not when you look at my bank account, but yeah. <laughs> in every other aspect. We aren't talking about that, though. <laughs> yeah, hopefully everyone enjoyed the uh, Strong Woman Pod last week, so much so that we're going to do a second one this week. We've warned you that. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be exciting. I Last week was a lot of fun too. I you guys probably haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah, but you will by I the heard time it was this, fun. by the time this drops. <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine. It was heard fun. It, I was there, man. Yeah. I know what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is going to be just as fun. There was so much when I'm looking at it. I was like, man, you can pick literally like 200, 300 of these. So it might go on. This last week though, I came up with a great uh, concept for a new pod. Uh, like series. Use, use like a pod generation like algorithm. No, it's one of those things <laughs> on your computer. It's one of those things I'm watching a movie and I'll see somebody in it and I'll be like, uh, man, we haven't talked about them yet and how could I work them in it? And I'm yeah. immediately like, oh, like with this particular thing, I'm not sure what actor it was that I was watching, but uh, oh, actually I do. It was uh, damn, no. Yeah, it was the guy from... Uh, <laughs> nope, that's the difference. No, the guy from Major don't. League. You know the guy from Major League Which that uh, was... Uh, Serrano? No, the uh, the, the one that pissed in his shit. The oh, yeah. Guy, hey, the bartender. Yeah. You saying Jesus Christ can't hit a oh, curveball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy? I saw him in something else, and I was like, man... We need a character actor series. So then I immediately went on a rant where my wife's eventually like, what the hell are you doing? Because I'm just seriously <laughs> typing on my phone. And uh, I have come up with this great series where we're going to go through and talk about uh, 15 different character actors per series. And on the first one, we'll do the the males, the actors, and then we'll do one with the actresses. So I already have 150 character actors. Jesus. It's, so, it, it, <laughs> it's good that your wife is such a movie fan, so you're really right. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I haven't read anyone on this list. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know if you saw them, though. That, that's what yeah, but I can't, I can't give her a hard time because I can look at your list, too, and... I'll, I'll oh, probably recognize all oh, their yeah. names. Character actors are but different, though. I can't it's... put the face of the name until if you say he's the dude from such and such. Absolutely. Then character actors, you you can't even. That's kind of the nature of their name. Well, that's the thing. You can't even give uh, uh, diehard movie fans any shit for not knowing a lot of character actors' names because it's it's hard. These people were in the '80s, and you recognize them like the like Lane Smith we were talking about earlier is the 
the guy from uh, my cousin Vinny, the opposite the prosecutor. Mr. But Trotter. he's yeah, <laughs> but he's saying? also Dick Dodge from uh, Distinguished uh, Gentleman, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's the the dad and son-in-law. Those yeah. are like three movies everyone's seen him in, and uh, so we'll be talking about him. You know, Pat, you know Patton Oswalt? Yeah, absolutely. He I tells a story Oswald. in one of his stand-ups about going to this premiere, and he's like, everybody there was handsome and gorgeous, and there was a ton of gourmet food that nobody was eating because he's like, that's how they stay right, gorgeous. Yeah. 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 So he's like, I'm not going to eat that food either. And then he's like, after five minutes, my willpower is not that great. So yeah. he's eating it, and he's like, He's like, and then the, the character actor, Brian Dennehy, walked up behind me and slapped me on the shoulder. He's like, character actors, who cares if we get fat? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It's true, too, because there's so many you need character that actors fat are so neighbor needed. That, that talks nonsense that you can share ideas with in yeah. the romantic comedy or oh, something. Oh, yeah. You know? The Mrs. Poole from, uh, uh, I, oh. I know her as Mrs. Poole, but Edie McClure, who's yeah. the uh, secretary from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She's so, yeah, she's yeah. so yeah. great. I like her categories oh the dweebs the the creeps the yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they all think he's a righteous dude <laughs> <laughs> i loved her in uh she's on the list actually too is she yep and what? she uh nice i loved her in planes trains and automobiles where oh, yeah. steve martin's just going off on her i need a fucking ford or a fucking this and everything and she said you're fucked yeah <laughs> so funny man but yeah so in the future i might even be next week might start our first one and then every few weeks we'll uh we'll throw one of the character actors in and it's fun man because these are tons of actors that, like we said, you don't know by name, but you certainly know by uh, by face. And sure. the, the actresses even more so, too. But a lot of the character act- actresses you've seen play moms and a lot of different stuff before. And that, yeah. it seems like that's the go-to in a lot of these older flicks with them. The one that uh, really got me that you clued me into, no pun intended, is Clue. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Clue the maid. filled with character The actors. maid. I, when I first saw that movie, I... I I went through a phase where I thought everything French was really cool. Yeah. And I, first of all, I didn't know she wasn't French. Uh, Col- Colleen Dewhurst? Dewhurst. No, no, that's somebody else. No. Colleen Camp. Let me, let me Camp. look her up Camp? real quick. No. Oh, Colleen Camp. Yeah, that is Colleen she, Camp. Uh, I thought she was beautiful. It's the la- sexy, last time you'll ever see was, her look that way. Yeah. And then you, she played, was she in Lethal Weapon? Was she Was she uh, the therapist in Lethal No. She was the she was in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's right. Yeah, she was the one who screamed when he blew that yeah. chair off, off Paul, the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then Paul Posey's like, "That's the maid from Clue." Yeah, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, That's and crazy. you go and look at she's done tons of shit. Yeah, but she's, she's it's always a, a mom just, or, or just huh. does different stuff. You can get a pretty really good, good living. Oh yeah, you almost. The, I bet you there's some character actors out there that almost that are. They don't want to jeopardize getting too famous on one thing to not be able to go back and do their yeah. characters. Because yeah. that's the problem with some character actors. You're like, whoa, Keanu Reeves is in this movie? He's too big to be in this movie. Well, yeah. But you've also got that problem of being like typecast. you got Reginald Bell Johnson, who's playing cops and everything yeah. after Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be frustrating to me is being that actor and being out and constantly having somebody say, yeah. I know you from somewhere. Uh, Where do I know you man, from? dude. What's his uh, name? Uh, Tony Todd. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I mean, mean. But then there's that moment like when a character actor does something like that, and like that, he's always Candyman to yeah. you. It's like I don't MacGyver what, is always MacGyver. You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter what I see him yep. in. doesn't Candyman. matter if I just hear his voice. It's like, oh, that's Candyman. Yep. You know? But. It's weird. Jim Gaffigan's been a good oh, he's character great, actor. He's done some, some random movies. stuff here and he there. He did that uh, that Masters of Sex. Uh, oh, he's in that? TV oh, show. I didn't know he was he in was, that. He was one of the... He was in the, the subjects group. Oh, that's no, he was a play in the actor that was 
tricking the huh. subjects. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And he's really good. All right, meow. Cat Dennings. Right, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Dennings is amazing in that uh, show too. Yeah. Getting back to the female. Uh, uh, subject matter here because we could have easily just gone into the character. <laughs> <laughs> I literally tell you who that guy is and we'll just mm. rant yeah, off right? each other of what we liked him in too. We should do a free uh, form one time. Where well, we, that's kind of where, where we have zero. Structure. Well, that's kind of. There you uh, go. We just it's just like an intro we carry out for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. I'd and be interested and in that. end it with hello and welcome. Hello. <laughs> that, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, that's what it is. They have one thing that they start with, and yeah. it just goes from there, and it goes wherever it goes. I'm saying know? don't even start with one thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta. Start one. Nope. <laughs> Start with that's hello. something that you can guarantee that will be planned. One thing will be said. <laughs> All right, so I say we go right on down this list, man, because we got fifteen great, fabulous actresses here who absolutely defined these movies that we're talking 14. about. Uh, f- Fourteen. Shit. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing to us? <laughs> no, I'm sure there's one on there that isn't good. Actually, there's fifteen actresses. On there. No, uh, sixteen actresses. Oh, you got a double. I, I, I went crazy on one thing, but you'll understand why. I didn't hear that. Well, we get there. I didn't hear that could be impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled that last week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell you guys, I do believe we've reached the point of no return. Oh, I love this movie. Bridget Fonda. God. Yeah. I fell in love with Bridget Fonda a long time ago, and I would go and watch any of her movies. Yeah. And uh, this was probably one of my favorite of her movies, too. She is just such an amazing actor, coming from a super famous family. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. her brother is Peter Fonda, his father is yeah. Henry Fonda. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Brown was my favorite thing. She love did, her and Jackie Brown. I, yeah, absolutely. Single white female. Is point of oh, No yeah. Return. It's, it's hard to say this, but Point of No Return was probably a better movie than Jackie yeah. Brown. And this was a remake. Maybe for my tastes. Maybe not. Well, I mean, in I can grand scheme of things, but I like Spy. Oh yeah, I, Point of Re- Return was a fabulous it was movie. A great movie. It yeah. was. It was like a Quentin Tarantino movie that wasn't directed by Quentin Tarantino. You yeah. know, I'm not sure who wrote and directed this movie. I will have to look it up. But uh, she was absolutely phenomenal. This and this was a remake. Oh wait, this might yeah. be Luke Besson. Did Luke Besson do this? Because I think it's the remake of yeah. his movie, La Femme, Nikita. Uh, La Femme Nikita. It is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I know it was yeah. supposed to be the same story as that. Yeah, I'm wondering if Luke Besson is the I'm director. I'm looking it up then. right now. Yeah, it probably. Uh, John Badham. Oh, John Badham. John Badham's really good too. I he's been in, he's done a lot of stuff. We just recently talked to one of his movies. I'll have to look him up too sometime. But yeah, should talk about some point in our return because there's some great scenes in this movie. Great actors. Oh yeah, I mean, so yeah, you got uh, what Dermot McR- uh, Mulroney, yeah, Gabriel yeah. Byrne. Uh, Gabriel uh, Byrne's so good. Uh, and Bancroft, uh, Bancroft, Bancroft is man. awesome. She kills it. Movie. In this. She, Harvey Keitel. She's, she's been around for a while. Oh man, that random Harvey Keitel scene at the end where he came in as the cleaner. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to talk oh, about that. The scene, wolf. Man. Yes. Yeah. And basically, the That's wolf. That's pretty much the wolf. what it was. Yeah, it, it really absolutely. Was. Like you said, Tarantino without Tarantino. I don't know if they did. He have a title name in this? No. Oh man! I bet, he is Tar- I bet you Tarantino saw yeah. him, like, and, saw him in this, and thought, and that, not me, not maybe not thought of that character, but was I mean, like, it is, is that character. No, it it is, is, character. I, yeah. Well, either way, either Harvey Keitel might have even just said, "Hey, you know what? I've already done this character, and I'm just going to." So he's certainly not as talkative. Through. I think he yeah. said, I drive real fucking fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he certainly didn't talk a whole lot. So. Um, if I remember this correctly, was, this was written by Luc Besson. Okay, oh, who really? Did, uh, Love him to Kita because it is the same story. That's okay. Interesting. So this is, he wrote his own remake. Cool. So uh, Bridget Fonda, if I remember correctly, she's kind of like a strung out prostitute to start with. I don't know with, if she's the movie begins, begins or man. Or well, don't you remember they that were movie robbing They were well, robbing. Sort of try, uh, she's on the She's in a gang with a bunch of other uh, junkies, junkies and kids, and one of the kids. It's his father's store. Yeah. And he's That's they're right. breaking in and everything. And remember, she's listening to uh, 
music that Nina Simone that she listens to. Oh, that's right. She puts yeah. it in her earphones and she's just sitting on the ground and she's every once in a while says, oh, I need a fix. I need a fix or something like that. Do you remember all the shit that's happening around yeah. her? The father comes down mm-hmm. and uh, catches them and everything. And uh, then they have this huge shootout. Shoot and then out. the cops show up and the cops come in there. Yeah. And uh, she's still on the ground when the cops approach her. And uh, not knowing exactly what is even going on, she lifts the gun, gun up and shoots the cop right in the head. Oh, shit. And that's what gets her. Yeah. They must have thought she was like a, a victim or something because they yeah. kind of approached her. Like, so, and she just, yeah. Yeah. But they crazy spied her. I mean, they like faked her death. And yeah. They Remo William her ass. That's all they So, yeah. So they basically, like you said, they fake her death and they put her into this like assassin they, program. Remember when they uh, faked her death and she she like pissed herself. They put her in like yeah. the, the electric chair. Oh, that's right. And she yeah. like just pissed all over or like the in, 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 injected her. Yeah, yeah. And they injected her and she pissed herself and then she woke up and yeah, that was when they... They show her here's plot nine. Remember, he kept saying plot right. nine, row thirty five or something like yeah, that. Where yeah. are they gonna send her if she fucks up? Oh man, yeah. yeah Wouldn't go that, ahead. God, that would suck to just know. I mean, even though theoretically, metaphorically, you already do have a grave waiting <laughs> on you. But like, just I to have know, a box or yeah, yeah, yeah. And coffee cup. But no. just to be like, you know, if you fuck up, you've already got. You've oh, already yeah. been buried once. Yeah. We'll just put you in there. Like yeah. that's it's that's empty. motivation. It's yeah, go. that's fucking motivation right there. Burn you up. I know. Keep saying you're in there. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, they take her to this, you know, like, uh, like blacklist, mm. you know, location and Miguel Ferrer was the main guy that ran it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He he's was so great. Remember he told her, he's such a presence. He would tell her that. Screen. Remember he told her that great, uh, joke when he went in there, when no. the guy walks yeah. in the bar with the yeah, duck yeah. on his. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and Bancroft was great. So they so good doing the, it was a good idea for them to do. I the, was never bothered by the little yeah. things. Yeah. Something oh my God. To give her the like cultural, uh, cultural side of it or the ethics. Or not ethics. Yeah. What is what the would, word I'm looking for? Uh, um, finishing school. Yeah. It's like yeah. finishing school. Yeah. <laughs> she had the, the book on the head thing yeah. and type of thing. How to, yeah. How to, to treat her like, like that. She could walk into like this high, like party a like mm-hmm. high class party and just blend in so she needs right. to know all these different things she's already got the dirt bag down right yeah yeah <laughs> she to get the rest remember she was like she, she was they, they, they had to had wash her, her what, she had like a full head of her um, teeth uh, fur up. underneath her uh, armpits uh, and yeah. everything her and, teeth were all up, uh, up. oh yeah but no. they, i remember when he, they dolled her up remember he was going to bring her that was, oh, that was the scene that man. was the greatest scene is that where he takes in her to dinner where he yeah. takes yeah. her to dinner and he oh. gives her a gift so excited yeah. to go and out and dinner she oh, just thought it was a date such a great yep. and then to he broke box. it to her do you remember when he broke it to her during dinner yeah well I mean he gave her the gift right and he opened it, it up and, and boom you gun. got five minutes yeah well yeah he said turn you see that guy over there yeah with his entourage was it Michael Rappaport uh, don't no, I don't think at anybody. this point that wasn't. Okay. I don't think Rapport was in this. Oh, he's in it. Is uh, he? He's, he's got a character name. Huh? Interesting. Um, I wonder who, who, could, who, who could be Rapport. Big Stan. Big Stan. Yeah. Michael Rapaport? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember who he uh, played in this. It wasn't the guy at the restaurant, though. I know that. Yeah. Because he tells her, he says, "You need to get up from your seat. You need to walk in the bathroom. You need to. Uh, oh no, you need to walk upstairs. You need to sh- put one in each of their heads, and then you go to the bathroom." And uh, yeah, and then go her. through the window. But he, yeah, he fucks her. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Remember he goes into the bath. She goes in the bathroom, and the window's bricked over. Yeah, and she doesn't know what the fuck to do. She has to find another way out. And she mm. shows up pissed and hot. Remember, she punches yeah. him, clocks him in That's the head. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, if it's like the wax on, wax on, 
up thing. Yeah. You got to throw you in the fire. Oh, but you yeah. got to see her go through some serious emotions. Like she yeah. thought this was she. She almost thought she was going to fall for this guy because he was so nice to her and taking yeah. her to dinner and yeah, giving yeah, these yeah. gifts. And it went. It dropped her. Stu- you could tell it was like that stomach drop scene. Oh yeah. Where she realized, holy shit, I have to kill people right now. And, and then you're going to put now, me in a situation. Yet when I got to do that stuff, I like to know ahead yeah. of time. Get oh, my God, mind man. right. Mm-hmm. And that's how he was during the whole movie too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit like. Well, what so ends up happening, yeah, mean. so um, she ends up being allowed to leave the uh, facility where they train her and everything, and she gets this like nice house and everything like that, like you know, she right there on the beach. She's out of it. I yeah. Think, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, and what's the dude's name? Um, Delvin Mulroney. No, Delvin Mulroney. yeah, he's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. Um, and remember, she's at the store and she's like just buying nothing but like spaghettios and ravioli. Ravioli, yeah, yeah ravioli, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, then she Ooh, meets. I'd kill for some ravioli. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a funny scene where they bump into each other and yeah, and I mean, she's got like a cart yeah. full of ravioli. It almost know? becomes kind of a a little bit of a, a romantic kind of movie at one point where you right. for like a good fifteen minutes yeah. until shit yeah. gets well, bad and that's again. the thing is she, she shows up as her uncle. Right? I'm yeah. pretty sure Miguel Ferrer told her at some point we will call you. Yeah. You know, but it was a long that time. Was it was long enough for her to think you not never expect it when it happened. Yeah, no, I think it was probably like as far as timeline yeah. in the movie. Like I would think it was a couple months, of maybe? yeah, a couple of months, yeah. you know, where she thought things were okay and then yeah. like all of a sudden her was life. it like Uncle Max or something like that? Yeah. Uncle Max shows up and She's you not know. happy to see him. Yeah, not at all. But then he gives her some. He fucks her again. He, yeah. he he's like, yeah. here's some uh, tickets to New Orleans uh, yeah. for Mardi Gras. I know you guys have just oh kind of God. a budding relationship. You should go out together right. and everything. Not realizing that the, he put her right on a job. I, well, and I mean, <laughs> at that point though, you have to know, like, okay, we'll go to New Orleans. Wink, wink. Like, you got to know after she, the. She didn't. Keep on her toes. Yeah. She probably thought it was a legitimate trip. Oh. I mean, I guess. That, but fool like, me twice. You're not gonna fool me. Yeah, a third you just time, got done because a CIA assassin yeah. like they're not going to send you on a trip to New Orleans CIA. well either an assassin yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know um, <laughs> yeah no and that so that scene was great in, uh, the, in the hotel room in the hotel room uh, where she's in the bathroom and she's I, got the, the sniper dude rifle was, yeah. when, I, when I I haven't watched it in a few years but the last time I watched it I was like that dude's getting really upset about her taking a shower. Just let her take her yeah. goddamn yeah, shower. Yeah, right. Like, Pounding on the door. It's like <laughs> she was being kind of shady, though. She should have probably. Been, she could have said, "I'll be out in twenty minutes. Give yeah. me a break." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Relax. But she was like, "Give me a second. Yeah. He was like ready to bust that yeah, door down. I was like, "Chill out on the door." <laughs> now I'm trying to think. I think it's in New Orleans shortly thereafter. Isn't that the scene? Because I know she was in the restaurant once already. Mm-hmm. Is there another restaurant scene where they take the bazooka out after? Isn't that close to the end? No, that was when her she's going through the kitchen. Is it from the from from, from the, the original first restaurant? Okay, yeah. all right. And then okay. she slides down the dumbwaiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, or or the laundry chute, I think. Yeah, and it's that's a trash chute. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the the only other really big scene was that big thing at the end where uh, she had to change her voice and, oh, to, uh, be and to be yeah. that uh, girl. I think it was Olivia Diablo who was playing. Uh, she one of the actresses in this? Uh, Olivia Diablo. Uh, go uh, to the producer. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's who she had to imitate to go in there, but shit goes wrong and she has to call the wolf. Yeah. He, he's the that wolf scene. No, he just is. Oh, man. man. But the scene where he, he puts the bodies in a uh, tub mm. and then he takes like this acid out and it's just obviously a clear liquid in a bottle but when they poured it in the tub and the smoke came up and the legs are flipping like uh, frog oh, legs yeah, on the dude. stove or something yeah. like that oh, oh. It, was, it was crazy well, he, man he, he they he was told they were dead yeah right and uh yep. what what happened next was pretty yeah, awesome these you didn't see it, you didn't see it coming 
Yeah, we'll 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 keep that kind of in the. Uh, You're hide that. We'll, we'll hide that <laughs> final thing. But it was fun, man. If you yeah. like, and I loved to love Femme Nikita. I thought yeah, it was great. Good spy movie. Uh, Femme Nikita really movie. good. It was basically the same thing, but French, and it was the girl uh, from Innocent Blood. Didn't uh, wasn't there a series with like Natasha? Yeah, Hinstrich no, there was a uh, like series. I don't think she was. She wasn't. It the wasn't girl her. Either. You know what? There you was know a what? Series. A lot is like you know. Alias is a lot like that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Alias mm-hmm. was a lot like that. Uh, I only watched like one episode of that, but, I, but that's how Jennifer Garner got famous off that. So yeah, good one. All right, Dave, what you got? From assassins to the very <laughs> pivots nicely into what I got, <laughs> and that's. Susan Sarandon in Bull Durham. Oh. Assassins to baseball. There you go. I, mean, I love Susan Sarandon, uh, and especially in this movie, man. And because, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, "You didn't pick the movie where she was the most." Bad yeah, ass. right. Yeah. It's true, but we had, all, we had but, recently talked about Thelma and Louise, which is obviously the the one where she was kind of a crazy. I didn't want to have to separate between the. two. I didn't want to go all kind of uh, topical. You know, <laughs> I wanted to go a little under the radar because she yeah. was super. She was a super strong, independent. You could tell in this movie, in this movie? when, when yeah. they introduced oh, yeah. her, you're like, "This woman is a force." Yeah, here and she, she gets what she wants right from the beginning, yep. man. She gets what she wants, and she's mm-hmm. not doing anything she doesn't want to do, and right. she has her life kind of. I like the in women focus. that use. I like in movies and and outside of movies that women that use their sexuality sometimes or their intelligence. Like, I mean, she was smart too. She was in this super movie smart. Too. I kind of like, there's another character that's kind of like sultry like that is, uh, that played in twin peaks. Little Lena oh, Horn. Uh, no, Sherilyn Finn. No, the not, one that, not played, Lena Horn. Lena Horn's an old school actress. Uh, no, she played Audrey Horn. Oh, though she played Audrey. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Sherilyn Finn. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. good. She's really good. I don't know how that got <laughs> No, it's strong women. Uh, so um, yeah, tell us a little bit about what her so kind of character. This is another. Key, this is my favorite Kevin Costner baseball movie. Oh, nice. I know there's two. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I agree. Three. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that uh, it, you can't play the game or uh, can't hit a curve something or, or maybe yeah, something like that. Can't throw a knuckleball. One of those. Something names. about the game. <laughs> I can't remember or curve. Yeah. So hmm. basically, it's the story of the Durham Bulls. Which we had seen before because they came to McCoy Stadium to play the Paw Sox. Yeah, yep. And uh, Paul and I used to go. We watched way more Double A and Single A. Triple that a. was Triple A. Triple A. a. Yeah. This was in this movie. I think it was Single A. And we were closer to Pawtucket, and it was it was, it was just to as get fun. Out of there, it was just as fun. And you'd see guys that they yeah. brought down to the minors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, to I get, saw to Ma- get over. Mo Vaughn yeah. play there a few times. Oh yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Conseco, I saw Conseco play there when he was oh, going you? to the uh, Sox. Nice. Um, Or he was playing for a different team. But this is the single-A Durham Bulls. And so what it is is Susan Sarandis' character is kind of like the den mother. or She keeps score and talks to the players. But basically, she just hooks up with a player every season. And and surprisingly, they do really well. Well, she mentors them. Yeah, she does mentor them. She she loves the game. She she knows all about baseball. She knows. And and the other thing is, is like she likes sleeping with them too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, um, (laughs) as long as everybody benefits, it's all good. Um, You know, but like she also like teaches him about life and stuff like that. So Tim Robbins is the one that she she has him handcuffed. The the dumbass. Yeah. Treating him like Walt Whitman or something. He's like, you're gonna have sex. Yeah. Or like you know she makes him wear the garter belt oh man. you know yeah. and that's a good trick too if you want to take your mind off distract there, just do something yeah. super ridiculous yeah she was kind of playing those two opposite each other she too was. i mean and there I was some the, stress between I, them 
think she was doing it for It's almost ma- like he knew where that ball was coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I told him. Told him. <laughs> that ball still hasn't landed. <laughs> <laughs> he just hit the ball. That means he gets a free stick. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's it awesome. was a really, really fun movie, man. But yeah, and, and her character's great in that. You know, she's very funny, um, you know, and like she takes you on a journey all her own in that. What, you know? was this, what year was this? 88. I think. When was uh, Rocky Horror Picture? It was seventy. Oh right? shit! That was super. Yeah, that must have been seventy six, seventy seven. So that was like one of the first things I had seen her in was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, and then uh, Bull Durham. Probably. Bull Durham is it was around. It's got to be around the same time as Thelma and Louise, if not a year, maybe a couple of years later or something. Was yeah, uh, it was eighty eight? Yeah, eighty eight was definitely Bull Durham. Uh, Thelma and Louise is probably 92. 91. Oh, man. Got to buy her. It's all right. Uh, and I love her in everything, man. And she she was great in the... There was a r- weird random movie. If we got to do uh, indie flicks one day, and Igby Goes Down oh, would that be on it. Oh. Really great one with Macaulay Culkin's brother, uh, Kieran Culkin. Is that the one with the, with the uh, Jaguar? Uh, with the... No, that was Dangerous Lives. Oh. He was in that, too. This what? was the one with Jeff Goldblum in it. and uh, The girl from Cheers? Uh, no. No. Was... The uh, but so Serena played his mom. Remember his? Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I remember. She was awesome. They suffocated. The remember? Remember they put the bag over her head and kill yeah. her at the end? Oof. She wants to. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's a weird movie. Sounds like good. it. What movie are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. uh, the client. Oh, I love the client. Yeah, she, she was, yeah, she was really she good. Was fan, her and uh, Brad Renfro. Yeah, she owned yeah. that role. She was yeah. That could have easily been on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that could have easily been on here. Awesome. All right, for mine, I am going to go, and this is a, uh, I'm going to go old school. I'm not sure what the date of this is. I want to say it's like 67 or something. We haven't gone kind of this old before. And this is one of the most famous actresses who has ever acted, and it's Audrey Hepburn in Wait Until Dark. Oh, nice. This is one of our mom's favorite. Our mom's favorite movies, man. And we had been watching it super early on because of Terror in the Isles, which is that great documentary movie of of all horror clips that if you're out there and listening, you want to watch a fantastic. If you like horror movies, old horror movies, you need to watch uh, or just want like an education in old horror movies and it'd be super entertaining, watch Terror in the Isles. And some of the best clips from uh, from Wait Until Dark is in there. You got a date on that? Uh, said? 67. 60s. Wow, man, yeah. I guess that shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Audrey Hepburn, man, and also you have Richard Crenna, who a lot of people know as Troutman from First Blood and yeah. Rambo. You've got Alan Arkin, super young. You wouldn't even recognize Alan Arkin in this oh, movie. Oh, God, no. Uh, but everyone knows the great Alan Arkin from Soy Man Axe Murderer, Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, was it Jack, uh, what's the Some other guy, Jack uh, Webster? or Jack Weston. Uh, Jack Weston, he's the other guy. And that's basically the cast, really. There's, there's obviously some minor roles in this. But to give you the general synopsis of this is there's, at the very beginning of the movie, there's, uh, I, I, oh, man, now I'm, I'm bad. I, I'm wondering if it's drugs or diamonds that are being smuggled inside the doll. So what happens? It's diamonds? Okay. Because when he's having that meeting and he's like, Introducing what was his knife's name? Yeah, yeah, Geraldine. Yeah. Uh, Geraldine, yeah. But they, they don't show him it uh, for sure. But what happens at the very beginning is you see the diamonds putting in the doll, and at the airport they stick it in Audrey Hepburn's husband's bag mm-hmm. to get it through and everything. And now he went through customs. He wasn't questioned for whatever reason, and he went back to his like New York brownstone, and he's got the doll. So now the people that are behind the 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 diamond heist need to go to their apartment and get the doll. Now, Audrey Hepburn is the major character in this. She's blind. So she's playing a blind woman. Really amazing job as, she does a, great as job. a 
playing this can't blind be easy. Woman. No, and it can't be easy. And you got to see that a lot of this movie was watching her make her way around. <laughs> Stephen Root did a good job. Uh, t- yeah. <laughs> uh, you have uh, the the young little teenage neighbor that lives next door comes oh, over yeah, and helps yeah, her. Yeah. And she's kind of a brat, and she's yeah, yeah. she kind of sc- screws him for a while there because that, she's the one who ends up taking the doll and brings it back to her place. So they know the doll's not there. But there's this very intricate thing that's constructed here between uh, Jack Webb, uh, Weston. Alan Arkin and Richard Crenna, where they're all come together and they wait until she's gone to the store. She's literally like got her cane. She's walking to the store to get groceries so they don't have time. They break in there and they've already looked so they can't find the doll anywhere. They know there's a safe there so they're assuming it's got to be in the safe. Mm. So it's almost stressful from the very beginning because you're like, isn't she going to walk in here at any time? Right. You know? And they, she ends up doing it. She walks in oh, and, wow. and they just freeze and she's like, <laughs> she's, she thinks the girl next door is in there. She's like, Gloria, you in here and you're in here and you could just see them like being there in a presence and she can tell. Frozen. And uh, they all introduce each other. Alan Arkin, you could tell, is the ringleader. They show their weapons. What's your Wait, weapons of they, choice? No, but they don't introduce themselves. In no, no, not room, to her. Okay, no, not I'm to her. Like, to each, to each other. other. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's <laughs> a bad yeah, right. well, I'll be your criminal. For Hi, uh, yeah, I'm Justin. Um, I have a nine millimeter with me. Yes. <laughs> so that they end up. I enjoy. They basically thing. establish <laughs> what's happening here, and then they leave the apartment. And instead of today, you know, you. I mean, probably would have grabbed her, put her to the ground, and what's the combination of the save? Give me this shit right, or yeah. whatever. But they wanted to be more clever about it so they didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. So they just they just create this crazy ruse where Richard Crenn is the first person who comes in, and he comes in as her husband's at work, and they know he's not going to be back until like 5 or 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. He comes in as an old friend of his. Oh, I was hoping that I'd catch him today and everything, and... Uh, he ends up talking to her for a little while and leaves and then comes back a little later. So he's basically establishing a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. Jack Weston comes in as this fake cop that's investigating different things. So there's this very well-organized yarn of a lie just to try to get her Mm -hmm. to tell him where the doll is and everything. And it's just not working out, man, uh, for them. And they're not getting the information they want. And uh, it all kind of comes down to that end sequence, man, which is really, really taunt. And uh, you you get to see her be this – she's constantly arguing with her husband at the beginning of the movie that she's doing the best she can. She's going to blind school and she's learning it. And she's pushing herself and everything, but he doesn't think she can – she's pushing herself hard enough. So her character arc is crazy in right. this, where she literally takes down these three criminals yeah. as a blind woman all herself. And yeah. It comes down to this great scene that my mother always told me about when oh, she saw the it in the theater. Scene. Well, when she saw it in the theater, there was there was a special – they couldn't do this today. But, I remember you talking uh, about yeah, this. I think we had mentioned this movie yeah. uh, previously and I had mentioned this fact about it that and you look it up you could see it on the poster uh for it that's all that they when they were playing it in the theater they made this kind of stipulation that if you left within the last 10 minutes of the movie you would not be allowed back in Mm -hmm. and those people are in the movie they're going to kill all the lights Mm -hmm. so it adds to the theatrics of Mm -hmm. what's going to happen because in the movie what happens is you get to see audrey hepburn it, it just occurs to her at some point that they're in the house. They can see me, but I can't see them. So right. she decides to systematically go around and destroy all the lights, the light bulbs. Mm-hmm. And there's a great scene where she's got one more bulb to get. And Alan Arkin screams, don't touch that light. And she uh, kills it. And it's just completely dark. Yeah. And he realizes that she forgot about the refrigerator light. Mm-hmm. So he props the refrigerator light out. And so ne- then it's like lit super, super well. Where you could see her just walking across the, the, uh, 
the uh, the living room, and this is what you were talking about, that jump sequence, mm-hmm. which still gets me. I know it's happening. I know it's going to come, mm-hmm. and it makes me jump every single time, uh-huh. where it's a wide shot of Audrey Hepburn walking out of the darkness, and Alan Arkin is almost horizontal. He's leaping oh, at wow. her, and they do this like piano key to, uh, noise to it, and yeah. it makes me jump almost every time. That's it's, awesome. it's phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a great movie. It's uh, one of my biggest regrets was... Uh, when our uh, old actress buddy Tina played played Audrey Hepburn's character in a play that mm. played up in like Jacksonville, yeah, yeah. and uh, I didn't go up there and see it. I wish I had because it's one of those things that I've the only version I've seen is in the movie or at, for the uh, the DVD or the movie I saw, not a play. And it would be a great play to watch, man, because Easy it's all do, done. It mostly takes place in her apartment. It, it's all in her apartment. They, they never go one, out. I think they do one scene where they show the just the opening the where they're hu- at the airport the, the heist. People meeting, they met in the apartment though. They met in the apartment. Yeah, you, you. I think you might see somebody at the phone booth or right in the car outside, but everything is right there on that block. So it's like designed perfectly they didn't have for big that. Budgets back then. Yeah, smart. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one when they put Jimmy Stewart and they put the oh, rear window? The, yeah. Oh no, no, rope. Yeah, rope. A lot of Hitchcock was done on the. That's cheap. the one we should do. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. Hitchcock definitely. Do that one. Oh, easily. How do you know I don't have him all set for our director's series? (laughs) Yes, but I don't know if he was the next one. All right, Justin, what you got? All right. um, So now I have to say this one has kind of a twist of an ending, and you guys haven't seen it. Well, then you go right up to it, man. All right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Spoil it. Spoil it. So uh, this is phone calls. Yeah, this is uh, 2013 Rosario Dawson Trance. Yeah, see, I've heard of this. This was Danny Boyle, which usually mm-hmm. I see a lot of Danny Boyle movies. Danny Boyle's famous for uh, Train Spotting. <laughs> I'm in the mood to freak out. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a couple. He's got a couple that are normal, like the uh, the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire movie, the uh, the Indian one, What's that? Uh, Some Dog Millionaire, yeah, yeah. that was him. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, yeah, he does some crazy Didn't he movies. Do 28 movie? Years he Later. A uh, zombie movie. Yeah, 28, 28 Days, days Later. later and uh, I, don't, I think he wrote the second one. But yeah, when I think Rosario, I love Rosario Dawson. She's amazing in everything. Oh yeah, I I watched her in Kids, which is a oh my gosh, movie, yeah. Man. But uh, she was great in it's that a kids movie. No, yeah, it's all, it's, no, it is. It's not. four kids. Yeah, <laughs> hold uh, the phone. I, fucked up. I, I heard that there's actually um, kind of like a very similar movie out now called like Eighth Grade. Yeah, yeah, Have yeah. You yeah heard yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's as fucked up though. No. Yeah, but it, Larry Clark did Kids, and he also did Bully. And yeah. He did Another Day in Paradise. These are all his movies. His movies are, are fucked up. Yeah. No, Kids is super fucking depressing, yeah. dude. Um, this one, however, is not. Um, <laughs> but it's twisted. It's like a mind so, trip, yeah, right? Yeah, so this, uh, it's a very complicated movie, actually. And she... You sure know, you want to do this? Movie? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Inception. Yeah, yeah. To it a little bit. A little bit. Extent, right? yeah. It's like, in, uh, is it mind control or is it hypnosis? So she's a Implant hypnotherapist. Okay. okay. Implanted memories or something. James McAvoy. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, comes to see her... He's got so it's hard to tell who the main character in this movie is, whether it's her or whether it's James McAvoy. You know who I love in this movie because I saw him in the trailer is Vincent Cassell, man. Yeah. I love Vincent yeah. Cassell. Yeah, you've seen him in uh, Eastern Promises, and what was yeah. the other one we saw him in? Uh, he's in uh, like, what's the uh, other Ocean's Cassell? Twelve. What is it? Oh, Black Swan. Yeah, he's really good at Black oh. Swan, man. Um, I think he's in Ocean's Twelve too, isn't he? Oh, that he I is. haven't seen. That's uh, where he's the that's thief. The one, that's the where he does the Brazilian capoeira. capoeira yeah, he. I showed you that scene. He nails it. I showed you that scene just to show you the Brazilian dance he did. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, 
And he, I think he does all I that think stuff. he does. He's really good. He's one of those actors that will not do a whole lot of movies. You see him like once every three or four years, but yeah. he, he kills it every time he's in it. Yeah. He, he, is he the bad guy in this, or yeah. is there a bad guy? Yeah, or? yeah, he's yeah. the bad guy. He's okay. got such a weird look, too. Yeah. Oh, he's unique, for sure. So, James McAvoy works at... <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? Uh, yeah, right? I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to figure out a way. I'm going to figure out a way to bother him. If we're confused, we'll stop you. Yeah, so James McAvoy works at this auction house of like very nice upscale stuff. Um, and he accrues some gambling debts. And so like he basically has to find a way to you know pay these off, but he doesn't have the money. And he's kind of a piece of shit, you know? Plasma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, they... Like, oh, I'm trying to think how to do this. So they rob the auction house. In order for him to pay off the debt, they want this painting. So the auction is going on. The bid is up to like $23 million, you know, and they rob the auction house. Um, And so, like, James McAvoy, since he works there, he has to make it look as though he has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of pulls a swap. So it's a bit of a heist movie. It's a heist movie. Also, kind of a revenge movie, yeah. just with some serious. Like they don't steal what they think they're stealing, and he has it. Right. Yeah. And so how there's, there's Ro- a certain how amount you, is you get that from. Coming. I mean, so, you get that from the trailer. Yeah. So that's okay. Not so yeah, you're not ruining anything. So during, and I'm almost positive this is the way it goes. During the robbery, they hit him in the head. And, you know, to make it look like it's not an inside job. Were they in there for the robbery with him or was just him? Yeah. Oh, was Cassell told... and uh, Rosaria or was she not? No, she's not in it yet. She's not in it She's not in it yet. Um, and so basically he forgets where he puts the painting. Uh, they I find guess. out that I he has so the They're going to pull like the cell thing on him. So. Where she <laughs> goes in there to try to extract exactly. that information. So they take them, they take him to Rosaria Dawson and she's this hypnotherapist. And so, like, she can kind of tell that there's something wrong, but also, like, in the first place, she just has this, like... She could be shady or she could well, not be she's, shady. Well, she's apprehensive at first, yeah. you know, to even take him on as a client. Um, and as she decides to, she, she creates this recording of her hypnotizing him. And she plays the recording because they're sitting outside. These guys have taken them, taken him to her. Yeah. So they're sitting outside in a van, and they've put a wire on it. Oh, nice. So That's once great. he says where it is, they know where it is, and they're going to go and fucking get it, you know? Well, she kind of senses something's wrong, so she plays this recording, and she pulls these cue cards, and it says, like, are you in trouble? You know, like, are you know, and... Nice. So she's not... She's in on it, but... She's trying to pretend she's not in on it? Well, so... Um, or she just wants that shit or for She herself. just wants that stuff for herself. So, <laughs> so she's trying We're to find out... We're asking some dangerous questions there. Right. So she's trying to find out <laughs> what's going shut on. Up right now? Yeah, and so, um, so he basically... She realizes that he's wired, you know? Yeah. Um, and she goes up to the wire and she's like, I'm not going to talk to him anymore. I'm only going to talk to the people that are making him do this, you know? So then she finds out okay, this painting has been stolen. It's worth all this money. So then it's like, she's trying to get Does the she information. Want too? She wants, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? That's and cool. but So no one's a good guy. But there's movie. some serious twists. No one's so, a real good guy fucked up shit. Right. So during all of this, there are like three or four, probably three, different storylines that are going on that I, I literally, I can't tell you anything about, yeah, yeah. but they're so fucking fascinating when it comes to life. And it's just, it's almost six cents in reveal. You know what I nice. mean? I'm like, going to have to just buy this because it, when it came out, it was like in the theater, out of the theater. Yeah. Like I, I, like I just saw weeks. it randomly. Like yeah. I, I, you and know. I know, I knew about it too, but yeah. So 
I'm, that's a very quick run well, over yeah, of we'll, it because yeah, we should leave it at that. Yeah, it, but she is fantastic nice. in that. Movie. I loved her in everything, man. I love her in uh, Clerks too. Yes, still one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Sometimes it's all right to go ask them out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved her in uh, what was the other movie? I uh, oh, I loved her in the run, the rundown. Yes, oh yeah. man, she's the you one know, that uh, you know, gave them the like uh, the hallucinogenics ay- ayahuasca or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the, she's, fire. the rocks like she's a TV show too, doesn't she? Um, I, I think she did, but I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. But uh, Sin City, she was great in Sin City. Oh, she was she's great in, in it. She's great in everything. She was one of the the downtown girls, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uptown girls. Um, yeah, in uh, Death Proof. Oh, yeah, that's right. Death yeah, Proof, man. Any of those girls from Death Proof could have been. I love the line from the rundown where the rocks sitting at the bar, and he's like, "You know, back home, Brazil nuts like these cost like seven dollars a pound or yeah. something like that." And she's like. Well, here we just call them nuts, and I got them off the tree out back. <laughs> That's great. That's good stuff. But yeah, she's uh, great. So yeah. if you haven't seen Trance... You may want to watch that and hold off on kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I highly recommend that. All right, Dave, what you got? All right. I'm fascinated with this movie because they were able to do an unbelievable thing. They, they took the most beautiful woman in the entire planet. Yeah. And made her look like Arlene Warnos. Oh man, I, I knew that's where you were <laughs> and going, and she, I, didn't I don't even want to know. say anything bad about the way Arlene Warnos looked. Oh, she did. Arlene <laughs> Warnos was a crazy person. Oh, so man, this movie is monster, and it's basically the story, almost yeah. identical for the the prostitute yeah. murders here. There was just south Florida. of us. Yeah, so not not a Orlando, whole lot of female Tampa. serial killers, and she's probably the Daytona top of the Beach. List. I've been to a bunch of dive bars in Daytona, you so know? I know I've sat in the it's, it's weird. Probably, yes. yeah. It's weird how typically serial killers are not females, but yeah, there certainly are was, some out there. She was one of the very they're, they're, first that I if remember. If a woman's killing someone, it's usually for like vengeance yeah, or something like that. Uh, yeah. Who was like the co-star in this? Oh, uh, Christina Ricci. Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Yeah. She played really good. her yeah. girlfriend, yep. and it was her girlfriend ultimately that turned her in yeah, did in her the in. end. Uh-huh. And it was sad because she even forgave her. Yeah, and you, you weren't kidding though. I I think she is probably uh, from from my taste one of the most beautiful women. Her in that what is that uh, commercial she does on TV for the uh, is it the perfume or something? Oh, I don't she know. looks like oh, yeah, stunning. Yeah, yeah. Dajor and she's just she looks stunning. And you every time you see her there, and then you think of her in Monster, Monster you're like was. how? I don't know if they they must have been up for makeup. I don't know if they won best makeup because chances are like a fantasy movie but I think did. She gained but, a bunch of weight. No, she did. No, she yeah, yeah she yeah. fell into this role like you. <laughs> Would not us, believe yeah. it was How do you her. tell the a leading supermodel slash actress? Right. I mean, all right, you got to put fifty pounds on. Right. Oh, your brand's gonna take a dump. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if you re- if you read that script, you're like, this got Oscar written all. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. didn't she win? I think she did. I'm, uh, I'm, you have to look up yeah, the uh, who was the, the act- uh, who, who was the director because <sighs> that's a good question. I, it I was a see. female. It was a female, I think, uh, that directed okay. it. It makes sense that it was. Yeah, and I think she directed something else really major. It felt bad for Arlene Warnos. I yeah, mean, you did. She you, got. You could see the raw, path. I mean, that it was nothing going justifies down. murder. But that first rape scene with you know if who she that had guy killed was. Killed him and turned herself in. Do you know who that actor was. He could have uh, been on our character. Yeah, that was uh, Tobias. Tobias. Uh, no, from, not uh, from uh, Beecher. Beecher. Yeah, Beecher from uh, Oz. Oz. Yeah, he's so good. He was also in uh, Wayne's World. He was one of the guys. Of the I guy. love you, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's who he was, man. He was really... Bruce Dern was in this. Damn, yeah. I forgot Bruce Dern was in this. Yeah, Lee Turgeson, who plays Beecher in Oz, was so good. Scott Wilson was in this, too. And the guy that the person thought you were. Yeah, yeah, from identity. That's right. Uh, I was in this too. <laughs> I'm kind of insulted now that yeah. I lost weight. Yeah, no. who's the director? 
Because um, she definitely needs some doing this. But this was phenomenal, man. And why don't you tell a little bit about what she actually did? I mean, what her kind of crimes were. Because she, I mean, she was, was preying on like she was preying on John's uh, the rest she, stops, rest stops. Yeah. She would she'd ask for a ride, and then she would kind of like with the uh, with the illusion that she's she, a prostitute, with the illusion of she's a prostitute. But there was some that she just was asking for money straight out. I think then, she did for a while before she initially uh, killed somebody. She after, was a prostitute yeah, before exactly. that, and, and everything went. I mean, as well as it could have gone until Lee Ferguson and just, that kind of. That was the difficult. Her, he had that a was gun. the really difficult. That's where she scene. got the gun from. Yeah. I think. I think he had a gun. So basically, it was a very difficult rape scene to watch. But yeah. she gets one up on him and yeah. just brutally kills him. And you're rooting for it at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this guy deserved to be killed. Yeah. But, but it It's what she did after that that just kind of. <laughs> it's there's yeah. a lot of stuff out there about her. Yeah. Um, the movie falls almost accurate. I mean, the the love story between the two of them. Yep. I don't know if she's told about it. Her, there's interviews with her girlfriend, so they probably pieced it together pretty good. And this is probably how it's one of those best examples of she had mental mental problems for sure, but it was more of a nurture versus nature type of thing yeah. where she the things that she experienced in her life from the point when she was a child mm-hmm. almost dictated that it yeah. would go this way, not to the extent that she this, was. This went unsolved for. Yeah, for a I very long time. Eight or I don't remember how they caught her. her. She she has been put to death though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She yeah. has been put to death. Yeah. I remember when it happened. They, but it's insane when you pull watch her picture, interviews. She's just all over. Oh, yeah. or even the all uh, over the, the clips place. of but her. She looks just like her. Mm-hmm. She I mean, does. She looks it's, identical. It's fucking her. crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Know? Is that the real one or is that her? No, that's 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 Charlize. Yeah, that's Charlize. Yeah, she does look just like. It's hard to tell the difference. You know, I think you can pull up like video of the actual like the trial where because she went off at the the they have the judge a couple times and you can tell that this woman is angry and off big time uh, you she can almost if i would have if i was her attorney i would have fought for her to, insanity to please absolutely insanity because yeah she well because she went from killing scumbags to just confused businessmen that well i i'm just lonely i've <laughs> seen like the video of like her like last words yeah. kind of you know it was like the last interview she ever gave she was not sane at all. You know what I mean? She, you know, she, she was had accepted Jesus Christ as her savior. Yeah. I, I suppose, but she it said happens a lot though. Bundy, yeah. Bundy said he did that too. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't believe in it, but just in case. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you can just, you can look at her and listen to what she's saying and you can just say, she's just not right. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's it sad. changed Charlie's career too. You know, oh, she yeah. went on after that to doing whatever she, she wanted, wanted to do. And everything she's great in, we could easily put her from Mad Max Fury Road in this because she was uh, uh, she, could, she was tough. She could, if she did it, she could still play. She could play that Reva Stamper if they ever did. Who's that? The Blade Runner crime. Oh, the Blade Runner crime as the the wife that died. Girlfriend. Oh, really? She looked like her. Yeah. Yeah. She she's got best second, actress for this. She pull up a picture. Yeah. Pull up a picture of Reva Stamper. That's a hard one to spell. <laughs> Girlfriend uh, of, of the Blade Runner uh, guy too, yeah, that's insane, man. Uh, but I, you know, yeah, it, it wasn't a great. Pick. It, I was conflicted on putting such a negative character as a strong woman, but it's still I, a strong actress playing. It's it. strong. I, I think that's what we're and going strong performance. On. I'm, I'm not, I'm not adhering to any rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I have some villains on mine, so I because can totally. I got two villains. It's, on it's mine. more of a shout out, like you said, to the actress and yeah, her ability. Yeah. 
and especially since this was what I love when I see a great actor, especially a great character actor, which will be, uh, which at this t- part in her career, she was just making that transition from character actor to this. I think before this, wasn't she in like the Devil's Advocate? I yeah. think that was like the first thing I I'm saw. Not her going in. back to Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gainesville got shut out. Fuck you, Keanu. When you can put a performance in where. You, that actress is totally, totally unrecognizable, then it's amazing. It's very similar to like the Christian Bale and Vice. You can't see Christian Bale in there. Yeah. You can't see it at all. And that's a sign of an amazing performance. All right, so mine, another amazing performance in mine. Let me cross off my other one there. I'm going to go with a movie that me and Dave have watched several times. I don't think Justin has seen this. And it's a uh, very kinetic, incredible movie. And this is Run Lola Run. Frankie Patente, oh, yeah. and no, uh, never heard uh, the German it. version I think Crazy. was uh, Lola Rent was the name of the uh, German version. The uh, soundtrack. The soundtrack was, awesome. was insane. This was a movie that we discovered uh, early on, and I would play all the time in the background because it was just a fun movie to watch. But it, like you said, it had a techno was huge when this movie came out. <laughs> and <laughs> this is this is a I movie that like Rabbit in the Moon. Oh, loved it. all Rabbit Moon, DJ Icy. I was a big uh, uh, kind DJ of uh, those. You had a Oakenfold, Oakenfold. Yeah, my friend loves it. He loved that stuff, man. So we got into it back then too. But all right, to tell you a little bit about Run Lola Run here, man. And this is an incredible concept, but it's also a cr- incredible kind of uh, deviation of the normal narrative in the movie. That uh, every movie couldn't be told this way, but it worked really well as like an experimental thing that mm-hmm. completely worked. Yeah. And so what happens at the very beginning of the movie? You're uh, you're introduced to this character of Lola, and she literally almost at the very beginning of the movie. The phone rings. She picks it up, and it's her uh, boyfriend on the other uh, end of the line. He's very stressed, and he's telling Tell the actress's name. Uh, Frank Patente. It was from Born Identity. Yeah, she's from okay. Born Identity. She's the one who played opposite Matt Damon in I Born Identity. She was really good. Yeah, she's done a lot of great stuff. But this is when the first movie where she came on my uh, radar. Uh, her, yeah, her last name's P-O-T-E-N-T-E. I want to say Potente, but it could be pronounced differently. I'm sure uh, she'll call it. But it, you know. Everybody else always does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so she gets this frantic call from her boyfriend saying, I screwed up, I screwed up. And they go into this visual backstory where he's telling her, but they're showing the audience what's happening. And it's already got this kind of low-key techno music in the background that's just kind of simmering. It, it does this like uh, simmering until it goes to a heavy boil you know, uh-huh. type of situation. But the boyfriend's telling you could tell the boyfriend is in the mob and he's making this money transfer for this drug dealer and everything and he's coming home on the subway with the money. It's like a hundred hundred thousand francs. And uh, he sees the cops come into the subway and he gets distracted by this bum that's on the uh, on the subway and he flees the subway train and forgets the bag of money on there. Oh. And he says, They're gonna kill me, you have to help me, Lola, yes, you have they to help are. me. I I have 30 minutes before I have to meet them with this money or they're going to kill me. And uh, she says, I'll figure it out. I'll I'll find out how to help you. So what happens at this point in the movie is told three different ways. And uh, and each way takes a half hour. And it's what she did. It runs the half hour. Choose your own adventure. And it's almost like that. It's almost like the end of Clue, where it could have been like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every it really happened. Yeah. (laughs) And so every one of these Scooby Doo ending. (laughs) Every one of these three stories are told with her hanging the phone up. So she hangs the phone up. She immediately 
starts going through people's uh, faces in her head. She's sitting there and the camera is circling her in a 360 degree and they're showing different faces and it comes down to the one face of her father and she realized, I gotta go find my father. And she runs through this whole movie which is the name Run, Lola, Run. So she immediately runs down the stairs. She must have loved At that. one point. Every day. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> when she's running down the stairs of her apartment, it turns into a cartoon for the next two minutes. Huh. And it, she's a cartoon going down the stairway. No kidding. And when she exits the apartment, she's live action again. And you get to see her. And what's amazing about this is she bumps into like seven or eight different characters in all three scenarios. Mm. She bumps into this woman in a stroller. And when she bumps into it, you hear that sound of a Polaroid. And they show different clips of where that woman's life goes from that moment she jumped into her. And to an, they're always extreme. I've well, always wanted uh, to do a story like that. Uh, like for, for done my, already. Yeah, uh, yeah right. Simpsons did it. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the idea that I always had that I always wanted to work in was like cars passing one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like somebody would pass somebody and look at the person passing them and then the story would just continue on with that yeah. person. It's interesting. And it's, then they'd all intersect at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's good. You, know? well, it's not you could cool. call it intersection. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> Patent <laughs> He already made this movie. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to tell you guys. But so, like, she bumps into the person with the uh, uh, the stroller, and it bumps into her, turning out that she's a heroin addict. And you, very short two second clips of right. of shots of her, then eventually stealing a baby from the park, getting arrested, shooting herself, and killing herself. Oh, fuck. And then she goes down the road, and she bumps into somebody else, and that person you get to see what they went through, right? All the way until she it's meets, almost like Project uh, Yeah. Although, all, yeah. uh, all the way till she <laughs> meets <Derek> her, <laughs> <laughs> all the way till she meets her father, and he doesn't have the money for her. They kick her out of the building. He tells her, uh, I, "You're not even my daughter. I never wanted you to be my daughter." And oh, everything, wow. and she Ouch. starts crying, and she meets up with her boyfriend, uh, and. Uh, she doesn't get him in time and the cops show up uh, because he tries to rob the store across the street to get money when he doesn't hear from her mm-hmm. and he gets shot in the stomach and he's like dying on the ground and oh, she's standing fuck. over him and she screams and all of a sudden that phone drops again and you get to see her run a different way oh, but wow. what's great is she interacts differently with all seven of those people so not only do you get to see the scenario change the fina- final scenario where if does she get the money or doesn't she get money right. it's who she bumps in so the woman that she bumped in with the uh uh she doesn't bump into her. She says, excuse me that time. And then her life went a little bit better. And oh, not wow. the way it turned out before. Right. And then it, it's it's insane. And, but it's all this pumping music that's going on. There's that great scene where... It's an uh, exhausting movie. It's exhausting. But it only lasts <laughs> 90 minutes. It's a 90-minute movie. And one time, remember, she goes to the casino oh, yeah, to bet yeah. money on it, to be able to get money. And you just get to see it play out. And it's there's something really... <laughs> phenomenal about knowing the scenario that second time it comes by that you're by the third time you're like oh i can't wait to see what they're going to do with this character that character and that character right and everything so you get to know the cast was very small probably 10 people just her and the manny character and all the people she interacted in in those three scenarios very creative the way it's done and it really showed everyone her acting chops and how much she could run this movie is for 85 percent of her running they must have done it over like four or five days where it was nothing but her running and like doc martin probably <laughs> they probably had her training like six months before yeah. oh yeah like, so, you got to be able to run five miles a day i highly recommend it to anyone <laughs> can't uh, do it <laughs> uh, the majority of it, it, it I it's to do it i can't do it, it it's subtitled but the, most of it is like some action stuff where you don't even have to bother reading yeah there's not a lot so, of heavy dialogue yeah. in this one 
All right, Justin. Blow right. our minds. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. So, coming in for this next one I just saw here on Rotten Tomatoes. Scored a whopping 6%. Ooh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about this beauty. <laughs> oh, so Lay it on us. It's going to be Lori Petty, Polly Shore, Andy Dick oh, in the Army now. I, you know, I, I am not one of the 6%. I actually, uh, this, this was actually, a, I thought, a funny movie. This is a funny movie. He I has his moments. Too. Yeah, I, I wasn't out on Polly Shore until he hit Jury Duty. Jury Duty was Son in Law was good. I love Son in Law. I love Encino um, Man. Encino Man. Man was fantastic. Encino Man was fantastic. And in the Army Fraser. Now, those are really the trilogy of Polly Shore movies in my mind. Yeah, I mean there might be other ones out there that people like him in, but uh, I think he's like Adam Sandler. You like him or you don't. Yeah, and I love Laurie Petty. I've always loved Laurie Petty. Yeah. She's in Orange Is the New Black. Oh, the series. Right. I she is I so good in that. I haven't caught up to that since like season uh, three or four. She's but like she had bleached just come her in. hair blonde, and she looks like Ellen, uh, like a lot like Ellen. She cut it short. She's always uh, kind I of sported that short haircut. That. Yeah, she's but, always had that. But she had dark though. hair for the longest time. Oh, uh, really? In Point, Point Break, Break she had dark oh. hair, and in the Army now she had dark hair. So, I loved her in Point Break. That's another movie I love her in. Yeah. What, what's the other? Uh, oh, uh, League of Their Own. Their Own. She oh, was that's so right. Yeah. She had like red kind of old school yeah. kind of curls uh, in that movie. But she was really good in that. She was going, I'm, I'm a peach. The... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, got to got to mention Tank Girl. I'm a Rockford peach. Tank Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Tank Girl too, man. Yeah. That's another movie where... Uh, that yeah, was a graphic novel, wasn't it? Uh, it's a uh, comic book. Okay. Yeah, it's a comic right. book. Yeah. Really, really great comic book too. And they just kind of revitalized it too. But I loved her in that. I haven't seen that in forever, so I wouldn't know what to talk about. Yeah. I remember Ice-T played that like dog type creature in it or something right yeah in it and i just know she she had some great one-liners in that movie G- give me the synopsis of this movie again. of in the army now <laughs> it's a boot camp it's, it's almost like stripes it's a boot camp right? it's, yeah it is it, it's, it's kind of stripes it's, 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 it's very stripes, stripes. except they especially when they're the in there in the recruiting office which is my only scene that i could probably talk about uh, <laughs> because i i remember like the premise of when they get there, what their job was, which I'll let you talk about. Sure. But when they're in the recruiting office and Andy Dick has a long, curly hair and so yeah. does uh, Polly Shure at this time. Yeah. And they're just goofing around with the recruiting officer and everything. And I remember them talking, making fun of the uh, the slogan. Is it, uh, be all you can be? And he's like, no, that's the Marine Corps. Yeah. Or is it, uh, keep going and going? He's no, that's the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. It makes that like drum uh, mannerism. Oh yeah. man, it was so funny. Yeah. I like those two. I thought those two were brilliant. They kind of got annoying later in life, but early on in like the early '90s, they were funny. People kind of liked oh, yeah. their humor. News yeah, radio, absolutely. one of my favorite shows oh, of all love time. Love Andy Dick and News Radio, man. Has people in it that like that people are annoyed by, but they were great in that. Like there's some people that Joe Rogan annoys the shit out of them. I love Joe Rogan. I like I like him more now, oh, yeah. but, but it, it makes you. It, it's weird looking back at him doing that show after you've. <laughs> heard him in the podcast. And Andy Dick was great in that role in News <coughs> Radio. He was hmm. so funny in that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I still, uh, I, what is it? What's the one where he gives the blowjob class? Is that in uh, oh, oh, old school? Old school? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, just, he came in for you one see, day. Yeah. Did you see the back? He's like, yeah. What's his name's outside looking through the window? Oh, man. He had that fake wig on. He was so funny. Oh, where he man. struck that karate pose. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, uh, so. This is basically a Polly Shore movie, but Lori Petty's character in this is she basically is the one who's constantly saving their ass yeah. because they're both just completely incompetent. It's weird. In real life, she probably would have been in more of the cool clique, but she kind of yeah. got trapped with these guys and they're kind of uh, right. pl- 
platoon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we, their unit. Because we see them, do we, how much of it is boot and how much is actually, because they eventually send them to the desert. Yeah, yeah. So um, they they do the boot camp, and the boot camp's really funny. Um, but I'd say that's, pro- you know, that's kind of like a one of those montage, almost like Spies Like Us montages where it's like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Just being goofy and shit. I don't remember much of that. I remember more of the stuff afterwards. Right, yeah. yeah. So they end up uh, getting sent to the desert because there's a conflict going on. And there's always a conflict. Absolutely, I know, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, their infantry is in charge of like uh, water, water filtration. Water filtration. Yeah. yeah, and so and uh, Andy Dick and Polly Shore pick that because they're like, well, what the hell? Nobody's gonna give a shit about water filtration. Yeah. and they're thinking Lo- they're gonna be in the jungle. There's lots of water. Around yeah, there. you know. And Lori Petty's like, why do you think I chose this? Because I knew this would put me on the front line. Because she's like a real soldier. You know what I mean? They're the comic reliefs in this movie. Oh yeah. yeah. And, uh, She's constantly saving their ass. Yeah, well, and and then there's I'm also have to see this again. So it's, it's funny, pretty funny. It, it's funnier yeah. than you. Re- then there's <laughs> it's funnier than you're telling it, Jumpy. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I I see it. I know it's funny. Well, and then um, once they get there, there's some Marines at the base camp um, that kind of like bully them, and there's a rivalry back and forth, you know. And I'm sure you guys have heard me say it on the pod a few times. The morphine, the better. That's where I got uh, that I quote for, from. For yeah. Um, because, so they have like a back and forth, you know, uh, Polly Shore and the head Marine guy, and they both end up like peeling potatoes and it's funny, you know? Um, well he ends up getting like injured and they give him the morphine and that's when he says that. Um, but yeah, like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so yeah, I, I mean like Lori Petty is constantly, the one with the gun, the one who knows what to do, the one like who wants to be there. So you know? there hurrah moment. Oh man, I totally forgot. We totally screwed the fourth member of that platoon out of some mad cred man. Oh really? Who is it? David Allen Greer. Oh, oh fuck, that's, <laughs> that's right. I totally forgot. He, he wanted to be like a dental hygienist yep, or yep. a dentist, and he was funny. He in this was movie, hysterical. Man. They were they they went God, to I that loved, village. Was he in McHale's was, Navy or was he in the uh, the Down Parish? Uh, it was one of the two. I always I confuse think, those two movies yeah. because they came out at the exact same time. Oh man, he was funny in that too. My bad, D A G. Man, yeah, I surprised we didn't give him cred because he was really funny. In he this was. Movie, he was like yeah. a hypochondriac dentist. Like, had a lot of good character actors in this movie too, man. Some good people. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, like I just always really liked her role, and you know, and all, and a lot of her roles that she plays in. I, yeah. you know, I'm she, glad. I was so stoked. Uh, my wife was like, had no clue who she was when uh, Orange Is the New Black started. Uh, and I was, she was like almost uh, like, calm down, man. When she came on screen, I was like, no, right. you don't get it. Yeah. I love Laurie Petty, and yeah. I haven't seen Laurie Petty in like 15 years and everything. And <laughs> right. she is perfect in this movie because she plays somebody that's got severe mental illness, and she's talking well, to somebody. Orange is the Black. Orange is the oh, Black. Okay. She is incredible in it, man. Uh-huh. Really, really great. So yeah. I hope she comes back and does some mad movies. And, and that's the thing. Like, I've always, you know, I've always had a little crush on her. But yeah. like, you know, and it's like her style and her voice and the way that she acts and the characters that she portrays like she does a really good job in everything yeah. that she does oh, whether you, the movie's good or not you didn't she's have a always crush, fun to watch you didn't have a crush on her in Point Break man then yeah. I didn't have a crush on really? her oh I did I like man her. I thought she was yeah. great I, I like the she's short too, hair yeah, uh, so I too love too that skinny and scrawny and yeah, yeah I, Tank Girl and In the Army Now were my favorite too yeah yeah. she was no Charlize Theron no definitely well, not true. But she was an she was a uh, Eileen Fornos yeah. <laughs> so she definitely beat her <laughs> alright what you got 
You looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking at you, man. <laughs> um, let's. Dave's not here, man. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> 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 <what> really says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sigourney Weaver. Ooh. In Alien Resurrection. Oh, oh nice. this was a good one too. Hell you yeah. probably had to because you could have gone with any of them in yeah. this movie, man. I, this I love your I love your choice because man, she is a completely different. She's like, a badass. She's not movie. even human. Yeah, I mean, in this, I mean, she's a clone. Acting, she changed her acting style. Yeah, yeah, because she be had to play a clone, person. but it yeah. was like a clone that had like memories of what she had the the consciousness and the wherewithal of what is actually going on. I yeah. don't think it had to be explained to her at all. Now, I, I ask this every time we talk it because I always you get, get them it confused. confused. Yeah. This is the one with um, Ron Perlman. Uh, Perlman yep. And yeah, okay. And this was one that yeah. the, the, the guy from Amelie. Who's the directed guy this. from. Uh, the guy from. Oh, Michael Robin Wincott? Hood. Michael Wincott. Yeah. 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 yeah Michael His Wincott's awesome. He's another yeah. actor I haven't seen in forever. He's on our character actor list, nice. uh, Pod to talk about, too. But uh, he's phenomenal. This was the Dan director of uh, yeah, Dan Henja. Uh, also, uh, that Brad, guy in the... Uh, Brad Dorif. Brad oh, Dorif. Was so good. He was the one so who was taunting great. the alien. Come on. Uh, the the big guy who played the Dane on the bottom left from uh, Miller's Crossing. J.E. Freeman. Oh, he was so good. He mm. was the doctor. He was the main shady-ass doctor. Leland in this... Uh, Leland Orson, is that his name in uh, this? Check him up, too. Let's see here. I uh, he's find on him. The, oh, Raymond Cruz is in it. I love him. He's... yeah. Next to him, uh, this guy here, yeah, Le- you know, Leland, Leland Orson. Right? Do, do, <laughs> do something. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Uh, <laughs> Hello, my daughter. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Hello my ragtime gal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is the director of Amelie, who you would never friggin' know it no, if it wasn't for it. some of his actors. The guy in the wheelchair was the guy at the at the uh, small little bistro that he. Uh, in Amelie. Oh, that was yeah, the guy from right, the chair. That's chat. right. Interesting. That's yeah. right. He was really great in this movie. He and didn't... obviously, the only person we didn't name in this movie, I think, uh, was Winona Ryder. Oh, yeah. Who yeah, right. <laughs> was yeah. super good in this movie. She was, yeah, she was and good. The, and the funny thing is, is when you I don't see Lance Hendrickson, then I automatically start looking for someone who's that. Who's the robot? robot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you robot. know he's there. You know or there's she. a robot. Yeah. I never did, and I didn't expect it would to, to be her. Well, that was what's good about it is you because I it, it had looking like back, that, I was like, God, I should have realized it was her. Well, it right. kind of had that thing element where it could have been any of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and not sure who but, it was. So but. they were they were trying to smuggle one of them out. Like it was a station where they were growing these things in labs. Yeah. And that's where the Sigourney Weaver character yeah. came in. They used right. her DNA from to what they found. Oh, man. Three Remember when they go into her. that room with all the failed. Rooms, oh yeah. And there's, oh, that was there's the one where she was like South park. Do that. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. And she does. She blow torches them. And yeah. Shit. yeah. She's oh, a completely different character from Ripley, but she has a lot of the Ripley character, uh, characteristics in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's really weird. And that was what I came out from alien resurrection is how phenomenal a performance. She, that was probably in my mind, one of her best performances ever. So this is a really, really cool story. Do you know the scene where, where, um, like Ron Perlman and all the whole gang like comes oh. into the room and basketball. she's playing basketball. basketball. Yeah, yeah, I've Did seen you, it. I've uh, seen the the, the story on that. Well, I if the DVD has the actual footage of her doing it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. So for people who haven't seen it, like they were all set to like have to do this take over and over. Tell and over them what the take was. I mean, what, well, it was her. Backwards. She kept the ball. She kept the ball away from him, and then she was leaving the room. She yeah. walked and then to like, center court. Yeah, half court almost. Or yeah, they probably made it look a lot short, longer than it were actually it was. No, I think it was it. If you yeah. watch the yeah. footage, yeah, it, she, she she has to. She walks up to half court, and then she does a hook shot from behind. Yeah, 
like away she's, from the basket. Yeah, she's facing her back to and, the basket. Uh, and swishes it yeah. in the basket. First try. First try. Yeah. And they used the first And she table. nailed it. And yeah, and yeah. And like Because I'm gonna be the director, I was like, let's let's take a moment and look, because if we don't have to do the rest of the, we don't have to Well, do what their their original concept was like Ang it high enough, and then we'll drop, drop it in. Right. You know, yeah. and, because we obviously and that, she's so yeah. she was getting the she, she was just shooting the high part, yeah, not and realizing that, that it, would be it actually went in. Film production method, yeah. <laughs> the cheapest method. Yeah, right. You can YouTube this. Pull up the clip. Ron Perlman's face and yep. everyone's reaction. Yep. Is, yeah, is I think priceless. I have seen this. Yeah. It's priceless, man, uh, because it really does. It's like a experience in itself. This yeah. movie also has my. Most famous, not famous, favorite, favorite. <laughs> um, chase scene with the alien chasing them. Oh, the and one that ends with Dan Henry with the... Uh, well, no, when they're underwater. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that whole aliens chasing them. There's oh, a man, isolated them swim. Uh, yeah. It's so cool oh. to watch them swim, dude. There's an isolated movie score on the Blu-ray for this, and I often will... It, you can play it isolated for all four of the movies, but the one for four, and if, I used to put that scene on and kill the audio, just play the music, and it's so amazing to watch. It's like art. Uh, I wonder who the cinematographer is, because I love the colors and yeah. this, the tone of the whole movie. It had that wet, drippy, metallic. It really was one of my favorite ones from the Alien franchise. Had my had my, my dude in there, man. The, yeah. I can panic better than anybody else. Yeah. That's act, that's the Leland Orster. Yeah. Okay, He's I can so act good. hysterical more than anybody. Yeah. That guy, yeah. he just makes like a from seven. That, he so. put it on me. Yeah. That fucked her. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, He's yeah, on he something new. I just saw him recently. He was like, it's, it's just too damn heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's too damn heavy. Yeah. Him, um, <laughs> him and the girl from uh, Alien that freaks out when... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What's oh, God. Nancy Cartwright. Yeah. Not yeah. Nancy Cartwright. Uh, Isn't that who it is? Yeah, um, uh, no, I think Nancy Cartwright. Isn't that's, that, the that's the Simpsons girl. Simpsons. Uh, oh. Lisa Simpson, I think. Oh. I think it is something Cartwright. The Veronica Cartwright. That's, oh, okay. Yeah, sure, yeah, we'll yeah. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> yeah, great one, man. And we, we still haven't done our alien pod where we just... We'll go through and we'll talk about all we'll of them. We'll have to hunker down. That's, and, a, uh, yeah. that's an exhaustive... Well, I have that Blu-ray. I have that quadrilogy. It's like 49 hours hours of extra uh, footage yeah. behind the scene footage oh, wow. I, I don't know if I have that no I this is Walmart. a this is like a hundred and actually it's probably cheap now it's probably like 40 bucks but when I bought it it was like 90 dollars oh wow that was crazy yeah. it, it held a center spot in the DVD collection. <laughs> Still does. I have I have other copies uh, that I play. I have two copies of all the Alien I, movies. One that I play and one oh, that I don't me, take out of the box. Let me right. ask you this question. It's way off track. But, uh, what are you what? doing on Thursday? That's <laughs> <laughs> a big toe. <laughs> Sorry. What's the best complete with everything you wanted set out there that you've ever owned? Is that it? Or that, Lord of the Rings? The Alien set and the uh, the James Bond set. James Bond? Uh, the Lord was, of the Rings, was that good? Did they have the, yeah, the Lord of, of the Rings, the massive box set of the Lord of the Rings, the Alien, and the James Bond. Those three I would put as the, and they're probably the, the most expensive Grail. ones. There's also well, a, the Bond one has there's a Hitchcock, bucks, there's a Hitchcock right? one that has all Hitchcocks in there, which is really good too. How much is the Bond one? That's good. The Bond one goes for about, uh, I mean, back in the day, I paid like $100 for it. You, you could probably, things are getting more collected. Yeah. Like physical media is getting more collectible now, so it's probably floating at that price. You could probably get it cheaper. But I've told you before, the best thing about that was they knew Skyfall was coming out when they released the Blu-ray oh, set. Nice. So they included an empty spot for it that you could buy oh, it wow, and put it awesome. in there. Yeah. And for me as a collector, that is the most ingenious move I've ever heard somebody yeah, do. That's they good. really they should have left 
to be honest with you, they should have left two or three spots in there. Yeah. We know there's going to be more, but just to be able to put that one for Skyfall to get in there, I appreciate it. Because yeah. I even put Skyfall in the picture. Uh-huh. So it was like ready for it to put in right. there. Right. And from a marketing standpoint, too, it got everyone to buy one of those uh, yeah. Blu-rays. It's like the it's like that that cardboard stand-up thing that Star Wars did when they didn't have the figures right Yeah, anymore. that was genius. Uh, that's, Who would have thought that of marketing? Mark. I mean, I, I think about marketing and branding yeah. almost daily with mm-hmm. my consulting company. And I'm blown away. the The toy companies, the movie companies, they're they're fantastic. Oh yeah, at that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. absolutely, fantastic. You lo- you watch some of those old eighty stuff, man. They just yeah. played us like puppets. Oh, <laughs> like I'll create a character is- for everything, and, and like the way GI Joe did it with including a figure with every vehicle. You could never yeah. buy a video. Uh, no vehicle was ever sold that did not include a, a figure with yeah, it. Yeah, and why Which not? is crazy. I was like, that's what made me buy the vehicles. And to and you listen to them when they were talking about their production. This is way off track. Talk about their <laughs> Sorry, production. Track they used minutes. to they used to take like the Ewok set, but if you painted it a different color, Mattel could use it as Strawberry Shortcake <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. set. Or they, they did do that together and use it as the Smurfs by right. just changing it and turning it upside down. No, no, now it's a bandstand. The Star yeah. Trek toys, all the yeah. Star Trek toys are like that. Those it was all Buck Rogers Jesus, rebranding man. and yeah. Watch that toys. That toys that made us on Netflix is a, a fantastic series. No matter what it is, even if it's like the Hello Kitty or the Barbie one, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not interested in that. No, you're interested in it. Yeah, no. The, the story behind how they did this and it's really phenomenal. With, do they have one about My Little Pony and then all the, com- that comes out next? The, the one with the, all the bronies. The like season three, the bronies in there. Well, season three of uh, Toys That Made Us comes out soon, and the ones they're doing are they're doing four. It's four series. They're doing My Little Pony, which I'm sure we'll touch on that. Uh, they're doing the WWF one, which I'm a huge fan because I collect the Hasbro yeah. and the LGN ones. They're doing Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, which I wasn't never into really, but into but the Rangers. toys are huge. I mean, yeah. major, oh, yeah. major out there. They were huge. That was probably more your time. Were you ever into the Power Rangers? I, I mean, it was on. Remember when we were talking about the shows we watched after school when we were kids? Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. it was that like X Men and Spider Man and Batman. Yeah, they used to play like Power Rangers, like, like after Saved by the Bell or something. I think that yeah, it was an oddly play. placed. Yeah, yeah. And by the time I got to Saved by the Bell, I didn't give a shit about. Superhero, and it seemed younger that from too young for me, yeah, at the time, yeah, oh, too Japanese style for me, That's and I wasn't really too. into it. Yeah. I but yeah. I also really liked kung fu and stuff like that, so I was like, okay, you know, I'll check this out. But I was never into the Power Rangers, like, I know he nothing, it. yeah, <laughs> it's his favorite yeah, thing. Right? You were yeah. into the Powerpuff Girls, right? Oh, <laughs> sure, why not? He's got the pink like, Power Ranger poster on his wall, yeah, no, right like, now. I'm not even sure He's how many Power Rangers there <laughs> he are. He walks around his house, <laughs> Power Rangers. Tell, tell, no, I'm, stop, man. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, fine, right. so fine. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Work that one backwards. <laughs> All right, my next one here. I'm gonna go with uh, a movie that I know I loved immediately when I went uh, went and saw it. But there was this was one of those ones that had a word of mouth to it before it came out. That there were specific scenes that hey, did you hear about that scene in this movie? Mm-hmm. And this was Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Uh, now you talk fatal trash with anyone long enough someone yeah it's a Valentine's Day movie (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this was one of those ones that you talk to anybody about it sure enough the conversation will immediately steer to what about the bunny rabbit yeah (laughs) because Uh, (laughs) the bunny uh, rabbit was the scene that we all heard about oh my god if you put that on a bumper sticker you know what you were talking about it's crazy (laughs) so for those who not are not familiar with fatal traction i'll give you the uh 
kind of the skinny for it. Glenn Close, amazing Glenn Close. Obviously, she's incredible in almost any role she's in. Mm -hmm. She kills it. And this was the movie where she killed it hardcore and she got on everyone's radar, which she's opposite Michael Douglas, huge Michael Douglas fan, and everyone that was probably back in the day where Michael Douglas is similar to Tom Hanks as he's the everyman. You know, you could throw uh, Michael Douglas in anything. Uh, so much so that I have my one of my other movies on here also has Michael Douglas on it. Well, the uh, title itself became like a verb. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. She'll go it's total true. Fatal attraction on you, man. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great Ann Archer was in this. I loved Ann Archer Ann in this. Archer uh, she good. went on to do that great narrow margin. I loved her in narrow margin. Yeah. With, she uh, did uh, Jack, Jack Ryan one too. Uh, yeah. And she was the wife. That's right. Wasn't Patriot she the? Games uh, and... Was she presumed innocent? Was she the wife? Presumed Ooh, innocent. That's a good question. I can't remember. Uh, but Don't chase that. Glenn Close. All right. So it's a very simple story, too. You know, (coughs) Michael Douglas is a businessman. His wife is out of town with their young daughter. This is why you don't cheat, yo. Yep. This is why you don't cheat, yo. (laughs) That's the parable. That's not the only reason why you don't cheat. (laughs) But it's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) This is on top of why you should uh, cheat for sure. And uh, it's hard to feel bad for Michael Douglas, but then she gets to a certain point where you got to feel bad for Michael Douglas. (laughs) Because, I mean, he he even admits, I have. I, I this was screwed up. I shouldn't have done it. Basically, he meets her in a bar. His wife's out of town, and he has this one weekend affair with her, and she gets obsessed. Is that the word? Oh. I'd say slightly mm. obsessed. Just a little with bit. Michael Douglas, where she goes to some crazy lengths. Yeah. To like destroy his life. One of the scenes that I think of the most is where he. She doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with her. He's made it clear that he doesn't want anything to do with her. She gets him to come over the house one last time. It's always that, you know? Yeah. Come over one last time. I just want to see your face one last time. Ugh. And she comes over there, and she's already slit her wrists. Ugh. And she's got her hands behind her and everything. And they have a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And she just looks out of it and everything. And you just think she's, say, she's right, just see nuts. You. Yeah. <laughs> but so. then she she comes at him, and, and he freaks out, and he ties her wrists and yeah. everything. And it's still, it's over, man. It's yeah. over. Oh, and my it's, God. The, yeah, then she decides to. Uh, that's the scene with the rabbit man. Is she, you, they go to that like farmhouse towards the end because they just want to get away. It's almost to the point of like Cape Fear type uh, elements of it, where she is sneaking around the house. You see this woman run away. You know, didn't she meet her, the kid in like the schoolyard or something? I think so. I kind of yeah. want to think that happened. I haven't seen this in a while, but she was just intense in this movie, man. And didn't she run into the wife in the grocery store too? Maybe. I think she did. Maybe. Man, because because eventually yeah. Michael... I still remember. Yeah, no, it's... Michael fucked. Douglas does come clean. To yeah, he has to. He has yeah. no choice. <laughs> yeah. he, he's fucked up and everything. Yeah. And she's family's actually, in trouble at this point. Uh, yeah. uh, unlike oh, what I would do is, see ya. <laughs> yeah. She decides to stay with unlike Michael Douglas. I, what I would do would be like... <laughs> I kind of want to ruin... This is one of the ones I rarely want to ruin a movie, but this is kind of one I want to because it just shows kind of the intensity of uh, Glenn Close in this yeah, movie. Yeah, do it, man. So we'll give a, it's little, old enough. a little spoiler if you want to jump forward a, uh, a few minutes, man. It's This is after the... Uh, I mean, she boils the rabbit. And yeah. You, you can't believe that this is the length she's gone. And you think it's over. You think it's done. And at the end, you know, you see, see Ann Archer is up there kind of drawing her bath. And, you know, Michael Douglas is toiling downstairs just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And... You don't realize that Glenn Coe's already in the house. And when she's in the bathroom and she does that lunge at Ann Archer mm-hmm. oh, and grabs right. her throat and they both go into the bathtub and yeah. he starts ch- uh, choking Ann Archer and Michael Douglas sees the water dripping from yeah. the ceiling uh-huh. so they know the water is pouring out. She goes up there and then he literally, and this is one of those moments where you 
you don't want to uh, root for anyone choking, uh, let alone a woman, but anybody to death. Yeah. But when Michael Douglas has her in the bathtub, and you're mm-hmm. almost kind of got that look like uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd had on his face in, uh, in uh, One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest, where he's just like egging him yeah. on as, he's, like, as Jack <laughs> right. Nicholson is choking a Nurse Ratched. <laughs> yeah, Very right. similar to the choking Nurse Ratched. Yeah. That this woman was unstoppable, and she mm-hmm. was going crazy. She had that big ass knife in her hand, and uh, remember, she was already cutting her own leg at the time <sighs> when she came in there. Ugh, crazy man. And then that this one is one of those like uh, the movie Scream when they talk about that final jump scene. Mm-hmm. This one had that. Remember, she jumped out of that tub one last yeah. time, yeah, just to get that. That final was scare. a formula back then. There. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this movie eventually, this movie had a life of its own afterwards, where you were like, "Yep, that ain't gonna happen." Yeah. That you didn't uh, didn't you have someone who was obsessed with this movie that made you not like it, or uh, or stay away from he it can't at some talk point? About it yet. um yeah no there was i thought you had like an aversion to this movie for some particular it wasn't this it was mama mia it was mama mia that's right i got you i have versions for that movie yeah (laughs) yeah for totally different reasons (laughs) (laughs) abba sucks yeah no no (laughs) like no no shit i'm like i'm like for real like having some flashbacks (laughs) you need a moment we got a pause button (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any uh, favorite moments of this movie? We probably nailed all you of them. Nailed man. all of them. Yeah. Um, I always. What's the movie where at the end the the couple falls down and dies, and their hands fall together, and the husband pulls his hand away? Damn, I wonder um, what that is. It's not War of the Roses. War of the Roses. Is that oh, what it is, it is exactly. War of the Roses. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes that movie reminds me of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Man, I haven't th- thought of War of the Roses in a long time. We need to put that on. That's a good call. Ones. I gave you very little to work with. <laughs> that is true. I wouldn't. Have, I, didn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. So hey, that's for sure. Well, sometimes I shine. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. <laughs> War of the Roses. <laughs> you could have put Kathleen Turner on there for this, oh, for yeah. sure. And we didn't have Kathleen Turner on any of these. We'll have to put her on number oh, even, three. Even though we talked about it. She could have been in not King Solomon Mine, but the other one. That's Sharon Stone. No, the other King? one. Um, Romance. No, it's Romancing, Romancing Stone. Stone. Romancing yeah. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good in that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fatal Attraction. Check it out. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So this one, it, it was really great. Um, more recent, um, I think it was probably 2017, maybe. Uh, Sandra Bullock in Gravity. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, I. It's funny because I. There's parts of this movie I really, really like. Yeah, and then visually, other... it's stunning, amazing. Yeah. amazing. I mean, and I cannot. Parts yeah. of the movie, and I won't take anything around. You just, me mean, and Dave are setting up the fact that we don't like it. No, <laughs> I do. I do like it. I enjoyed. I, I enjoyed the movie. I didn't like it through the movie. I kept saying, "Well, that wouldn't happen." Right, and that, then and that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like there's way too many things that had to go exactly right. And, yeah, uh, but you did get to see. I mean, I didn't take it away from her. I love Sandra Bullock. If I had, to, if I was going to put her on a strong one, I'd probably go the Blind Side because I loved her in the Blind Side. But I could definitely see where you're going on this. She had to friggin' that was this was just her to struggling on her own. Right. Well, and and just to touch on the Blind Side, I thought about that mm-hmm. one, but like when I found out that the guy was it Michael Orr, um, is that what his name is, is? Yeah. yeah, he kind of said like, okay, that movie was somewhat accurate, but he didn't feel like the portrayal was like fair yeah but you gotta look at it as a movie not the true story yeah, yeah. I just I, that's why I didn't pick mm-hmm. that one um 
So yeah, she's a uh, it, well, it's her and George Clooney. Um, <laughs> Who's the other dude that dies right at the beginning? Uh, I think it's Bashir Savage. Russian Maybe there's not many people Station. in this. Yeah, but basically this is her. Yeah, yeah, there's there's seven people in the. I actually entire saw class. more Clooney than I thought I was going to when I, I went too. and got yeah. into it. I didn't yeah. see this in the theater. I, liked... I have a feeling that this is where you should have seen this in the theater. Oh yeah, I can't remember if I did or not. I would think you'd remember I liked her. This is supposed she's, to be an experience. She's a good think... actress that didn't get a fair shake early on and. Oh, a lot yeah. of people love her, man. Yeah. A lot of people think she's What was she's that one? one of the best. Uh, what was that one? The first Love Potion number nine. I oh, think that yeah. was her first one. Yeah, I remember. That was a good movie. Old movie. That's an old it, character nineties something. Well, no, I, no, I'm no, sure no, it was a remake. Yeah. Um, Practical Magic. Wasn't she in that too? Her and oh uh, yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, we watched that. She was great in Speed. Yeah. Actually, my favorite thing with her is Demolition Man. I think my wife and her sister was watched that with their mother watched it this Thanksgiving. Practical Magic. Oh yeah. I couldn't take it. I had to go go to bed. <laughs> yeah, so why don't you... I mean, this is an easy story to tell. Well, yeah. I mean, for so, sure, because you basically <laughs> just had to deal with it. Interesting, her. too. The initial, what happened. Yeah. Yeah, well, so there was like a... Uh, so they're on the space station. Let's, let's The movie's in space. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're on the space station. She's there as a scientist to just kind of collect data. Um, so she's got very minimal training as far as like how to operate... A, a space shuttle and machinery similar, pilot. right? Yeah. Um, whereas George Clooney, on the other hand, is like he wants he's constantly joking about wanting to make the longest spacewalk, which is held by some uh, a Russian yeah. astronaut or cosmonaut. cosmonaut. Um, and so, as they're like just kind of doing daily activities, um, there's like a comet or something that <laughs> debris. Hit, yeah, that that hits like a satellite or or a space. A space system Satellite. of some kind. Is that what it and, is? And it was kind of like, it was kind of like a leapfrog. Like the broken satellite went yeah, on to like break into parts type of thing, yeah. and then hit other satellites that right. broke into parts. Yeah. And I think you can, science can poke holes in the story right. for sure, because I'm, I'm pretty sure the space station travels at the same rate. As mm-hmm. every other thing, so there would never be like you could pick an a degree out of the air. right. Now, if they said they did something weird with the space station in the movie, I can't remember. Right, but I do. I wonder sometimes, you know, if their premise is correct. It seems like that shit already I happened think, already. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson and a bunch of people did rip a lot. Of oh yeah, apart. no, there's. But you, I. I have no problem belief, man. No one says says this has to be. He also ripped apart Interstellar, and it's like, bro, Interstellar's not even fucking possible. These are fantasy movies. You should be able to do a space movie without anyone (laughs) ripping apart. Make up your own shit. In the 70s, that's what they did. (laughs) Next, they're going to be poking holes in flowers. They're going to say we never even landed on the moon. It's like You just said it. What? (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, so yeah, debris happens. Yeah, so yeah. debris, and that's a major scene, and and I do remember it seeing is. it in the uh, theater. Yeah. It was Interstellar. I didn't see in the theater, um, and so one of the astronauts just gets taken out by a piece of debris. Like mm. he's just gone. You yeah. know, there's not even like another mention of him, um, and so. Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Uh, Sandra Bullock's on this arm. Yeah, and like the arm gets taken off, and sh- it's being you know. Uh, what is it, a centrifugal or yeah, whatever? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, where it's spinning in a circle. And she's going, like, away, and, and George Clooney's not going to be able to be in contact with her much longer. It was stressful. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah. Super yeah. stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other really awesome Lots thing, of things though... things had to happen right for yeah. her. I love the first half hour of the movie. 
Yeah. And yeah. then it kind of lost me. To be honest with me, it lost me when she was having visions. Yeah. See, and I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how much I want to. Because they didn't that. do it enough. You want to go into that? No. No, but we don't have to go into the ending or anything like that. Right. Well, there's just that one point when you know, and it, I, I don't you could talk about that one point. It. I mean, we've so. All right, so her and George Clooney basically save one another, and they're able to get back onto their space. Now the space shuttle is just gone. Yeah. Um, so they somehow they they like trajectory their way to the nearest space station, yeah. um, and they get into that, um, and then another emergency happens, and something collides into that, and George Clooney she's like holding on to him with like you know a long rope and mm-hmm. a, a carrier burner Tether or something, or something like that. yeah. Um, and she's got a rope wrapped around her, but it's loose and yeah. his trajectory is like pulling them and it's, you know, loosening the rope and he's going to pull her with him. So he disconnects himself yeah. and basically just gives up like, okay, I'm, I'm going to sacrifice myself cause I want you to make it through this, you know? Um, and as he, a viewer, that's when I checked out after that scene, I thought that was the last good scene. And then after that, I just I just wasn't satisfied where with where it went after that. Mm-hmm. I think. So well, just to you know, because I concur. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, liked I liked and the that, ending. Yeah, I didn't much care for the ending, and but the, the, the visions to, is what we're talking about, right? They, they, and so, and a lot of people, it was done out of the blue, and that's what I think turned a lot of people off. Because it, definitely it, conf- it confused the shit a lot of people, and then you were confused for a good three minutes. Right. Because for three minutes, you were saying in your head, well, there's no way he could survive, so this is fucking stupid. Right, and there's no <laughs> way he could have opened that hatch without her yeah. dying instantly. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know what I mean? It, and it, so it every took viewer, me out, you know? It's exactly what happened. Right. I think it happened to a lot of viewers because they were, in their own head, they were arguing how absolutely ridiculous this is. That by the time they reveal that it was just her seeing shit, mm-hmm. it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> you pissed everybody off. Yeah, right. it has to almost be believable. For and if to you're work. gonna do it, do it like five times, you know, or something like that, where it just becomes this thing where you have to. And then oh you're my like, God, oh, what's she gonna see next? Yeah, yeah, th- right. that I could have gotten away with, but it was was this the only time? It was they the did only that? time. Yeah, that's why it's, I wasn't sure weird. if you wanted to it, talk about. It's it. weird. Um, yeah, and so. But other than that, I thought it was well. Decent. So since I mean I. I'll just go ahead and give. <laughs> no, no, just, I can ruin the it. movie. For Let's well, just stop it there. We yeah, talked just okay. It. Well, let I me just, go to mine, boy. <laughs> hey, now watch it with that. <laughs> Dave's commandeering the ship. Yeah, <laughs> for a good reason. Oh, oh, it's a good one. Yeah, I saw this movie. I saw the Swedish versions of these movies before. They were popular. Ooh, I, think. I only know one Swedish series, so yeah, I, I know too. exactly what it is. Naomi Rapace in uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. And love I, these three and movies. To, to be honest, I loved the first one. I haven't seen the second one of the new... They're not making it. Oh, they're not? No, they just stopped. They decided not to continue. Uh, what? They're only doing the girl... They, they're just doing the girl with the Dragon Tattoo. They're never going to tackle the other two. Wait, really? no, they just no, released they just, one. No, that was a, that's an offshoot. That's oh, it's the, an offshoot? Yeah, that's not even... Uh, I'm not even sure oh, if that's the regular really? guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, that even doesn't even... I didn't either. I thought it was the same no. storyline. Was it good? Did you no, see it? No, because the only three that... Did you see uh, it, though? I own it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. Uh, I'd like to watch it. Yeah, well, next Wednesday we'll watch it when you come over because it's on my list of ones to watch. But... Yeah, the only three that were involved in that trilogy, uh, the Lisbeth yeah, Salanda trilogy. Hornet's Nest. Yeah, the girl kicked the hornet's nest, the girl with Play web. With Fire, and the girl with Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, okay. The Spider's Web was the other thing. I got yeah. you. Okay. It's the same universe. It might even be done by the same writer, but it's not. Well, I saw the trailer it. for There's that probably one, a and bunch it was a of badass books. scene. Yeah. 
There's probably a bunch of books. That yeah, well, that's what it is. I think it's connected, and it, she might even be playing Elizabeth, but I'm not. It's not connected with the other okay. three. The other three are really tight and kind of. I liked the original. Maybe this, yeah. maybe that's the fourth one then, because when the author, yeah, but it's not when the, the author really, died, yeah. somebody picked up that's his true. story I and did finished hear that. it. Yeah, so that might it was be like what a, that is. Almost like fan art. Yeah, like someone could be. In, and I mean, they published so it well as that they did right. Yeah, they published it yeah. as. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's part of it. It's just not connected with that trilogy. I like Elizabeth Salander. I like the original. I like uh, Naomi uh, Rapace was amazing. Yeah. She was great in uh, Prometheus. That's right. She was the one that had the she had to the do machine that surgery and get that machine. Thing cut out oh of her. yeah. Oh man, she's amazing in that. <laughs> that was a great. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it was. So I was excited to see Prometheus machine. because yeah, me too. because I knew she was going to be in that. And arguably, I loved. I can't even tell you what I've only seen the played with fire and the kick the hornet's nest once. I own him, but that big gigantic oh, character—he was so the best her brother. Oh yeah. man, that movie, the series went to a completely different yeah. place after the girl with the dragon place. tattoo ended. No, you've seen the—you saw the Daniel Craig one, probably. I, right? I have, but I don't remember yeah. it very. My well. very similar, very similar to the American very version similar. That, they, that Fincher did. The the cool part about this movie for me is you have that element of the the ro- the reporter that's trying to track yeah. down story. You got the the Millennium Magazine, yeah, the Malone hacker that that, you know has been abused and has a chip on her shoulder. But the story that they wove, Blumquist went to that island, yeah, to meet to meet the family uh, and try to look over some stuff. That was really cool because because movie switched from then. It was started out like talking about his trying to take down the. Yeah, and how they worked Elizabeth's character in yeah. there was just mm-hmm. a whole other layer to it because you you realize shortly into this movie that it's it's a it's a journalist who is literally uncovering a family's dirty secrets for the last hundred years, right? Uh, to a family that absolutely does not want them revealed, but he has been hired by because one of the, the, the because one daughter was missing, Harriet. Yeah, well, the one daughter Harriet was missing, and you had the one relative who actually gave a shit about her, That's right. and that was really. Disgusted over the idea that not only did her murder uh, murderer get away, but he is taunting her every year by sending her that single rose mm. that he really right. wanted. He just caught Michael the Blumquist character in a good position because he was getting investigated for he needed to get for out shady town shit for anyway. So they picked him up, and then what they. Was, what it's was a really his weird story. As like, wasn't he like trying to say that he was like their biographer or something like that? Like oh, to them, to the family, to the yeah, family, yeah, just he a was. biography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The only the one guy knew what he was really. Yeah, right. He was pretending to interview him about other shit, and right. then would try to kind of just work that Harriet into the. And as much as I loved the girl from the that played Elizabeth in the Fincher version, uh, Rooney Mara, she was great. She was great. The in movie it, but, was great. Uh, in the movie, it was great. Different, a little bit different of a tone, but I I do love the Swedish version better. Yeah, and. I, Probably because it goes on for another four hours with those other two mm-hmm. movies. And it goes all into her origin story of who she is and who her that father. Tattoo scene. Yeah, who her father and who the brother are goes in right. hardcore that, in that second yeah, one. It's, it is, you're, you're right. It's a different yeah, series. After it is. The first one. It makes you love the Dragonette 2 even more. But certainly. I would have loved to see Fincher do when the other she ones. set up her parole officer to videotape him. Difficult scene, not as difficult as the the scene before it where she was raped. But when she got her revenge, ooh, 
Man. That is probably the that best scene, revenge. I remember. <laughs> yeah. In the it new was very one, similar. Very was, similar. They were both hard to watch. Yeah. The new one was even harder to watch. Was it? I can't read. I haven't seen the old the Swedish version in a long time. So now are you gonna go into detail about no. that scene? That's no. It. Okay. That's it. So I just have to, <laughs> it's difficult to watch. I, yeah, I have to just tell you something really funny. So I I was, Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm not gonna give anything away. The kick. Um, yeah. So I rented this movie um, from Redbox to watch it and I was on the phone with a buddy of mine on the way home and You're i'm like, like whoa yeah no and i'm like oh yeah you know i just rented this movie and he's like oh man you know that movie is hard to watch and i was like oh really now i don't want to know anything about it and he just goes straight into that scene oh, and really? i hadn't even seen the movie like, yeah, oh, dude. I, yeah you, no, know who I, he, you know who he is now yeah not a friend of yours yeah. <laughs> he's deep, he's deep, man you gotta get rid of that kid yeah oh, that's man. terrible people should yeah. know better don't spoil movies until you know whether that if, especially <laughs> if it just or if someone asks you not to spoil right. it don't just go ahead and continue doing that another time i was at the red box again i need to stay the fuck away from red box that's the best uh, cheapest way to watch movies it is <laughs> it really is um and I was renting the help. And they'll get free movies all the time to you, man. If, oh, if you have them on like uh, your like email list, mm-hmm. I'm getting 50% off. Buy one, get one free constantly. Yeah. Um, I, I was renting the help one time. Mm-hmm. The guy next to me, uh, and I won't go into the scene about that. I already know what he wrote. Yeah, exactly. Yep. First thing he said, oh, the movie's great. Funniest thing is when da 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 da, and yeah, I'm like thanks. standing there. I just rented the fucking movie, you know. I'm like, thanks. By the way, Darth Vader's Luke's fucking <laughs> yeah. father. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, what? asshole. Like, Sleep tonight, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, All right, who are we on? You're on you. I'm on. I'm on me. All right, I'm on you. Well, I hate to go to another Paul villain, but I'm going to another villain because oh, I love this actress and I love her in this role. And it's Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I that love was Basic good. Basic Instinct, man. I was in high school when this movie came out. Oh, yeah. And it was I a had, phenom. I, phenom. And I would go see everything in the theater when it came out. So I had already intended on going to the theater. And like we were saying, uh, spoiler alerts, uh, we were big into that back then. So I didn't really worry about anyone ruining it for me. Uh, mm. But I remember being at school and hearing someone uh, or one of my friends talk about it. And I was going in like two days. He's like, don't be late. Walk, if you are five minutes into that, if you walk in five minutes late to that movie, you might as well walk the back, uh, back <laughs> up. Because that first five minutes is, is like intense. What's the first five The first five minutes, minutes is the murder. Rem- uh, I, it's been 20 uh, years since I've seen it. So it's like this long pan, very similar to our movie that we did, uh, Silent Dove, where we pan the camera okay. over and we see two people in bed having sex. And uh, you see, you can't see this woman's face. You see her butt. You see her boobs. It's mm-hmm. very explicit. Everyone knows uh, Basic Instinct is, uh, is certainly... There's some nudity uh, in it. There's some nudity in it. It was well known for its nudity. <laughs> yeah. It's but been, it's been a teenage possible moment for a while. Until <laughs> <laughs> the internet uh, came out. <laughs> the opening, man, and she's... So they're very well shot where they're not showing her face. You can see her hair. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they show her tie up this guy to the head post yep. with the silk kind of scarfs. And she reaches, uh, yeah, she, she's on top mm-hmm. having sex with him, and she reaches back and she grabs an ice pick. And it is one of the most vicious. Yeah. I don't know if you remember how bad it is. I remember. It was yeah. insane. I, I kind of remember, uh, I often go back to the, the scene in Gone Girl 
where uh where she got doogie in the bed and how vicious that was this was like times 10 i forgot how many times she actually wielded that thing and then Mm. they showed it on camera and basically that was the beginning of the movie you know it started out with this horrible murder and then michael douglas comes in uh this was the movie i was watching where i came up with the character actor thing because this movie's filled with a lot of great character actors the one from major league his his partner on this was a very familiar character actor he's on uh our list too uh d'souza i think his name is but you'd recognize him if you pulled them up so it's basically michael douglas investigating this crazy murder and at the top of the list is sharon stone she who's a famous writer who's written about in her books is like the way this murder happened right and a lot of people are like you know that's could be her alibi here that how crazy i must be to create to commit a crime that i wrote about er, uh, earlier in my uh career but through the whole thing you're wondering and that was what was great about this movie. Did Sharon Stone did this? Did she not do it? She's very kind of uh, flirtatious. Ambi- and ambiguous. It, Ambi- yeah, and she just ambiguous. doesn't give a shit, you know? She's like playing Michael... Lots Mike- of ambiguity. Yep. <laughs> She's playing Michael Douglas. Another person who was amazing in this movie was Janine Triplehorn playing Michael Douglas's girlfriend, who's right. also the psychiatrist. Right. Uh, she was great in The Firm and uh, Very Bad Things. I think of I Love Orange, yeah. Very Bad Things, where she <laughs> takes on like... Uh, uh, Christian Slater <laughs> in that like fight at the end of the movie man it was great she was also in Waterworld I loved her in Waterworld oh yeah but and there was a lot of twists and turns I'm not going to mention about in this movie where uh, you were wondering why Michael Douglas was getting too close to somebody who maybe uh, was a uh, an ice pick wielding person to the point where it, he went over to her house and she's like chopping up ice with <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah right. Thing. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is she doing, man? And then he ends up sleeping with her and it just kind of goes crazy. That scene bothers you because the counter gets all wet. The ice goes all over <laughs> the floor. Oh, yeah. I was like, who would do that? Who's cleaning this up? I'll tell you, I love how Loaded Weapon oh, yeah. spoofed oh, this movie. That's the most famous scene in this movie, too, man. They spoofed oh, yeah. that most famous well, scene. Let them tell do, the famous scene first. Well, oh, yeah. No, well, I was talking about the ice chipping. Oh, yeah. I was talking about that. I was talking about it. The Ireland comes out. That's funny because, yeah, Kathy Ireland was basically in Loaded Weapon 1, the uh, kind of Sharon Stone character. Yeah. But the scene that everyone obviously remembers is where they drag Sharon Stone in to get interrogated. And uh, yeah. she, like, uh, spreads her legs. to, And then you get to see Newman Newman. Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they did a great job in Loaded Weapon where she turns <laughs> she, <laughs> she turns her chair. Yeah. And uh, Kathy Ireland's gone, but it's a big it's stuffed beaver. beaver. Yeah, it's an actual <laughs> beaver smoking a cigarette. It's like they go like beaver shop. Yeah, yeah gratuitous beaver, beaver shop. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so you know that movie was out at the same exact time Absolutely, as, as yeah. Basic Instinct too, man. But it went down to an exciting ending, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to reveal it, but it was super exciting uh, all the way through this. And I, I loved Sharon Stone in this movie, man. She's been – I loved her and I could have easily put her in uh, this – pod for total recall because mm-hmm. oh man she was some tough chick in total recall man which was a difference from i don't know if you remember what you first saw her in but i watched her in the alan quarterman, quarterman. Mo- movies mm-hmm. like alan quarterman yeah. lost city of gold and then king solomon's minds and she really played that helpless oh huh. oh save me save me type really? woman in, in that movie not so, in this movie yeah well that was <laughs> what it was great when she made that switch she really kind of started to make it in uh what was it the specialist Remember, uh, oh, she was yeah, the with, specialist, uh, and or wasn't she also in Action Jackson? I think she was in yeah. Action Jackson also. Her, yeah, her role in Alpha Dog, ah, loved her in Alpha Dog, fucking man. great. I she mean, came she, in probably for one day. They put remember they put a fat suit on her. 
Yeah, I mean, she was like 300 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she cried on camera and just Got lost her. Go on camera. It, it was wow. really intense, that role she put in. I, I love Sharon Stone. I wish she would do a lot more than she's doing, and I hopefully she's got a lot kind of... <sighs> coming out soon she was fantastic in casino oh, oh yeah that's i weird. hated her in that movie yep. but it was because she was so yeah. good at well, her and that's job very similar to her in basic instinct you hate her yeah. but for some reason you can't take your eye off her and she's engaging like and action. you're like yeah, yeah. yeah right <laughs> i was like at least michael douglas is going through this accident i can watch it happen again. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but there was some serious twists at the end there man it was nice all right what you got number one all right number one so this is what i've been trying to do more yeah <laughs> This is uh, one I've been trying to get on for a while, man. But uh, well, you made it. I know, Congratulations, right? Let's get next. Yeah, no, nope, I, yeah, I'm taking right? it off right now. I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, putting yeah. on something else. No, nope, um, this is called. I got a pass. That says I can skip Justin whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, pal. <laughs> oh, we, right. need to, we need to do that during a pod, like a wild card pod or something. Yeah. Have a skip card when you want to. Right. Put yeah. an alter- alternate thrown in. You have to have an alternate. Yeah. yeah, we'll play. Yeah, we'll get an Uno card. Skip four. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is 1985, uh, Ooh, The Legend of Billie Jean. This is the notorious. We've heard, we've heard this from Justin as one of his favorites, and me and Dave nice. are well-versed in our 80s movies, and I don't think mm-hmm. me and Dave ever saw I've this. I've never even fair heard of this movie. Is I, fair I remember the cover I, with her in like I, the surf suit almost yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like... Who a, I'm a huge I, Helen Slater fan. Because I, I, when I hear that name, it makes me think of Billie, Jean, Billie, King, Billie Jean King or... or Michael Jackson. Or, no. Or um, yeah, I think Michael Jackson. I yeah. that. Marilyn Monroe. What was her? F- oh, Norma name? Ray. Norma Jean. Norma, Norma Jean. Jean. Oh, okay, yeah. But you know, Helen Slater, who's who plays her in this movie. Show me a picture. She's she a in Supergirl, uh, okay. and she and, was in yeah, Secret of My Success. And, uh, I had a crush on her when she was Supergirl. Uh, ruthless people. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she it's, likes me. <laughs> it's Helen Slater and Christian Slater who are, who are actually not brother and sister, but play brother and sister in this movie. Also, um, I believe there was a Christmas Slater movie I hadn't seen either. That's true. <laughs> Cuffs. After gleaming the clue, I was he, in, man. He is young in this. I mean, uh, he might be like 13, like 14 maybe. Really? Younger. He's, he's driving a scooter. So Younger like Wizard? He was young up in the Wizard, volume too. was 2000, it was uh, 99, uh, not 89, sorry, I think. Right around 89, Wizard, he was young. Remember him in Bo Bridges, the Nintendo movie? That's right. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was young in that. Um, Sorry, this ain't Christmas. This Slater, isn't man. a this Christmas. Is Helen Slater. Slater. Yeah, I saw her in a Seinfeld episode though, uh, somewhat recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, also, uh, oh, why she's not doing movies? She was fabulous. I loved her in Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah. Um, also, your Yardley Smith. Oh yeah, from Lisa the Simpson. Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, Lisa Simpson. Can't not recognize that voice. Yeah, and, and um, uh, Maxim Overdrive. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> ACDC soundtrack. Yeah. Keith Gordon. Love Keith Gordon from Keith Gordon? Uh, from Christine or, and uh, Back to School yeah. and uh, oh yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. famous director now Peter Coyote. Love Peter Coyote. Yeah. Yep. Tried um, to kill ET, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take this walkie-talkie. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> Dean you Stockwell. Triggered me. <laughs> I love Dean Stockwell too, you know, man. Um, that Al, Al from Al from yeah. Quantum Leap. Man, yep. and, He'll always be Al man there's a lot of famous people in yep. this movie. I'm gonna go buy this movie when I come and home. You know. Richard Bradford is the uh, kind of the bad guy. Richard Bradford. Let me see his picture because he's the only one you've mentioned I haven't dealt with. Right. Well, you, de- you dealt with the cast. Yeah. I'm in. So, Play the movie. Out. I'm in. So Christian Slater and Helen Slater, brother and sister, um, they 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 live in Texas. They they live in a trailer park, you know. Um, and Helen Slater is like the prettiest girl in town, you know. I agree. Um, and okay. <laughs> so the movie starts off. It's her and Christian Slater. They're on the scooter. Um, they go to like Sonic or something of like course. that. 
Um, and so there's these, the there's yeah. these, uh, like these kids in a muscle car, like, um, four of them, you know, they probably go to the high school, same high school or something. Um, and they want to holler at Billy Jean, you know? Um, so they, they're very childish about it. Kind of like, you know, you hear those stories about the girls with the ponytails dipping their, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. uh, their hair in the ink or whatever. Like, like, he's like, mean to me. He must like me. Right. You know, so they're like just really kind of harassing her. Um, and she doesn't want anything to do with it. And so they go to this like Sonic, she goes in, gets Christian Slater, a milkshake, she, you know, and they're just kind of hanging out today. <clears throat> well, when she comes out, kind of like the lead asshole, you know, comes up. always one. Yeah, you know, um, comes up and is basically like harassing her brother and harassing her. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, it's somebody else. Yeah. (laughs) He's listening to credits as lead asshole. Yeah, right? Um, And so she knees him in the balls and they haul ass on the scooter. That's usually what happens to Right, yeah, no, there's a lot of knees to the balls It's like a shitty little scooter. It's like a Vespa. They're like... It's a Honda. (laughs) They make a big deal about the Honda scooter. People did more of that ball kicking in the 80s yeah yeah um and so uh they kind of just drive off even though these guys are in like a muscle car oh and she throws a milkshake in his face Mm. um and even though they're a a good sonic yeah right um and even though they're uh you know on a scooter they just kind of leave this muscle car in the dust and they go off and yeah and they get nitrous there's yeah there's a few things in this movie that don't quite add up so it's the 80s. We yeah, exactly, like you know. Um, and so they end up just going to the swimming hole, and uh, they, uh, they're they just swimming around, and Christian Slater is saying, tell him about Vermont. They have this thing about Vermont where that's like the dream place they want to go. They're tired. Vermont is beautiful. And that's beautiful. what they... There's not a lot of stuff going on there, but yeah. if you like granola and Birkenstock. <laughs> and <laughs> and smoking dope. Mountains and green <laughs> grass. Um, and so they're they're just hanging out on the floating dock while the guys come up and they, they see the scooter. Um, Christian Slater jumps in the water, gets over to him and like tries to fight him, but he's like 13, 14. These guys are like 18, you know, so they are just basically like manhandling him to the point where it's not even worth like fighting him. Well, they steal his scooter and Them's fighting words. Uh, yeah. So eventually Christian Slater just can't take it anymore. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to get my scooter back. Comes back or, and Billie Jean leaves to go and hang out with her friends when she comes back home, the scooter's there, but it's just absolutely trashed. And she goes inside, and Christian Slater's just covered in bruises and blood, you know. And they beat the shit out of him, but he got the scooter back. <laughs> so it turns out it's $608 is how much it's going to cost to get the scooter fixed. So she goes to the kid's dad, because it's a small town. Um, and he basically is like, all right, I don't keep that kind of money. He's a business owner. And he's like, I don't keep that kind of money in the register. Why don't you just come upstairs and I'll, you know, I'll give it to you out of the safe or whatever. Don't do yeah. So she goes upstairs <laughs> and he basically, <laughs> yeah, he basically like, he doesn't rape her, but basically he's like, you're going to work it off. You want this money. You're going to come back here. He's like, I'll give you 50 bucks today. And he's like, you know, trying to not do nice things to her and, she eventually gets downstairs. Well, at the same time, uh, Christian Slater had come in like, what the fuck is taking so long? And he's just like, fuck it. I'm going to just take it out of the cash register. He opens the cash register. And there's a gun in the cash register. I so, think I might have seen this movie. Really? Huh. Yeah. Boom. Nice. <laughs> it wasn't until it, just that, that moment. Wow. Uh-huh. 
Um, don't ask me about it. No, <laughs> at all. But yeah. Um, so that coincides. Like they're coming down. She's gotten away from him. He's just tried to do terrible things. Now Christian Slater has a gun and he can it see that she's upset. Yeah. Oh, you know? we know this is going. Well, so the guy's like, "Well, there's no bullets in the gun." You know what I mean? He's like, "You think I'd keep a fucking loaded gun down here?" And Kristen Schlater's like looking down the barrel of it and everything like that, you know. Um, and the, not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and the bad guy's like walking over to him, and he just kind of like looks down or uh, puts the gun down towards him, and like kind of accidentally pulls the trigger. Like he's not trying to shoot him at all. Yeah, fucking shoots him, you know. So now they like rob the store, and they have to go on the run. Yeah. <laughs> So the rest of the movie, and, and so basically, like it's like Thelma and Louise, you know, they it one is. horrible thing happened, they they inadvertently kill somebody, and now they're on the run. Except he didn't, he didn't die. He just no. got shot in the arm. Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. And Peter Coyote is the detective, and uh, Billy Jean had yep. gone to him and said, like, "Look, we just want our money for this." Da 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 da. And yep. he's like, "Look, I I can't help you," you know. And so he realizes he could have prevented this whole thing from happening. So now her and her brother and the girl from The Simpsons and then their other friend, um, who is the one who has the station wagon, they all decide, like, okay, we're going to go on the run. And Why the hell do friends want to get wrapped up in this crap? I don't because know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so basically that's when they run into – so they're on the run and they run into the guy from back to school. Um, yeah. And Keith Gordon. He must have been young in this movie, too. He was. Yeah. Um, so they're watching Joan of Arc. And she has this long, beautiful blonde hair. And, like, she watches Joan of Arc. She's never heard of Joan of Arc. And she decides, like, okay, I'm going to become Joan of Arc. Because, like, you know, fair is fair. That's, like, the thing through the whole yeah. through the whole movie. And she basically has to go on the run all throughout Texas. And, like... They get shot at. They get separated. All this stuff. Are goes they down. killing people other than that first one? That first guy, they, or not even killing? They, him, I, they they like. Oh, it's funny. That's got to be what Peter, uh, Peter Coyote's kind of stance is. You haven't done anything really wrong yet. Right. Come back. You yeah. Know, type yeah. Of thing. And and you know, but that's the thing is now she's got like because this is yeah. Texas. And eventually, you know I, mean? I mean, does it it racks up the stuff they are doing? I guess. Do you want me to give away the? No, ending? no, no, no don't give, give away okay. the ending. But. Um, yeah, it gets to an, to an escalated point. Yeah, yeah, you know? as these and, things tend to, I would imagine. Right, it's, and it's the cliff, or we could just yeah, get, we can, get we six can, years for manslaughter. Right, right? yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yeah, and so you know, it's a really good story, and nice. it's just it's I saw and Christian it Slater's the whole thing too, whole movie. That's weird. Yeah, that we hadn't this hadn't gone on our radar, it's man. It's weird that after he blew up with some of the other movies, that those didn't yeah. get highlighted. As like I said, I do remember the I cover. I do think of it. I've seen, but it's a it's a weird name for it. I I think uh, if it had about a different name in your movies, yeah. Man. If it had a different title, I wonder mm-hmm. how much more popular it would have been. Also, um, you know the song on in- the run. That's what I'm calling it. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's good. I just um, yeah, eating <laughs> Raul. That's what I'm calling. That's already a movie. Also. Pat Benatar's song "Invincible." Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the theme song. See, even that didn't get this famous. Yeah. that's so weird. This that's must crazy. be one of the more under the radar '80s flicks too. Yeah, I'm glad you pulled it out. Yeah, no, it's great. Helen Slater too. I'd love to see you. And uh, maybe she's doing TV now. That's a lot of these actors that I I wonder what they're doing. They're all doing TV and probably making a damn good living and going home at night and not yeah. having to worry about this crap. It's right, like nine to five. Yeah. yeah, except you get paid a lot. <laughs> all right, what's your number one there? My number one. So there was a bunch of zombie movies that started yes. coming out in the 2000s and 90s that uh, all tried to find their kind of 
yeah. place in the universe. Mm-hmm. And I thought this movie did an awesome job. It it was it came out of a video game, and then it's Resident Evil. Oh hell Mia yeah! Jovich. Oh hell yeah! I was blown away was by the the company, like the the. The umbrella, they about the umbrella corporation, corporation yeah. and all their things they were doing. I was like, "This is so cool." This yeah, everything super with. underground, yeah. and yeah, this oh. was Paul Anderson who not not PT, he's all, not PT Anderson. Complete. It's always confused. I think it's Paul W. Anderson who mm-hmm. did Soldier, the yeah. one with uh, uh, Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. and then he went and did this, and he did a whole bunch of other uh, great stuff. I think he did a Brand Horizon, the same guy oh, did yeah, a Brand yeah, Horizon. Great. Oh wow! So you're picking Mila, Mila, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, I liked her. I, Man, I you could easily got Fifth Element. Easily gone with Michelle Rodriguez. In this movie, too. oh That's yeah, crazy. she is a she's badass. a badass. Yeah. In this movie, it's true. I, I love this movie, man. But it uh, now, obviously you, Mila had a better arc because she did not know what like she the, was capable and, of. And right. uh, directors have done this before, where almost like the Born Identity, where you learn things along the way as the character in the movie is learning yeah. things yeah. along the way. Yeah, she finds out she's a badass too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, now, are you going with one specific one, or are you going with like the whole series? Just the first one. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I don't know too much about the other ones. I know the second one pretty well, and after that, I kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. I, I could have used the girl from Silent Hill in this one too. That was. Oh yeah, really that's a good first. One. Oh, I love Hill. her, man. I love Silent Hill. About that. Yeah. We'll talk we'll about that, that for another day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 talk, all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, this one had that great amnesia type of thing yeah. uh, with it too, because and it was a scam that was kind of cool. Oh. Remember the elevator scene? That's what started oh, this movie off. That elevator scene the, where the, the lab is about to get infected with a virus. Yeah. It's like this weird underground lab. And there were people in the elevator when it was going on. And mm-hmm. then it the uh, it stopped between floors. Uh-huh. And at some point, one person had to slide oh. out to try to squeeze out. Uh, and then they got stuck actually in it and then oh. it went down and ended like decapitating it. oh man uh, and that's how the movie started and then you're basically not realizing that this is that is an underground lab but above ground is a mansion right there yeah and that's where the movie kind of starts uh what mila wakes up in alice the, she right wakes up in the in mansion. Like shower or something or, yeah <laughs> they and she's like sees she's married she's like wearing her she red sees, dress in the shower and she, she sees she's married she sees the other guy that's with her mm-hmm. james so, purefoy he's the guy who played mark anthony in yeah, the rome series great. really good and so the swat team or whatever storms the building right it takes them down so now they're a part of the and that's search where team because they they're part of the search team going in yeah and said so you're with us now yeah you and, even if you don't want to be but can you imagine knowing the ending what the one guy from oh, Rome yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah, 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 yeah. he had to go back down there because oh, he yeah. just almost got out. Yeah, it's really there's, there's <laughs> some twists at the end that involve him that are really great. I have a great story I'll tell when we get further into it about my him. favorite scene. And I mean, I I just thought it was a great the way they were going through offices and oh, one yeah. office had like you could see the, the sprinkles. Oh, remember the scene where they walk into that hallway and the that oh uh, one of the best weird scenes yeah, that's the, uh, between uh, my favorite yeah. is either the laser grid, either the laser, the laser grid, grid, yeah, or which. That was kind of cool because of why I can't watch the cube. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Because you don't know what's going to happen, and it was almost too much for me. Yeah, yeah. But the, the when she <laughs> fought the intense. dogs in the lab. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I that Those dogs were so hard in the video game. Oh, when you open oh, the door in the video game, oh, video game? I love them. Yeah. You had scary as shit. You had to like find the, shit out of the me new when one. I was a the kid. new one that's on like the it's switch. To be the uh, Eric has it, and he said he had to stop playing it several times that's because crazy. it's just too intense. You don't want to go down that hallway because. But they they used to make you like 
you went into the room to get the broomstick, and then you used the broomstick oh, yeah. to wrap the rope around. You always yeah. had to find keys. It was difficult. Yeah. It was a fun so game. You had to think. No, I, I specifically, remember having to go I specifically up. remember playing that game when I was a kid yeah. and like getting scared to the point that I had to call a friend yeah. and be like, listen, I just <laughs> need to talk many, to you for a while. Yeah, yeah those no. There movies out no. there, man. The second. Like video games. Video games. And it yeah. translated very well. You could you could tell right when those games came out, this is going to be a movie, man, and yeah. they're going to do a good job yeah. with it. Yeah. And they did. They did a really great job with this. Yeah. And I love the stuff with Michelle Rodriguez. Is that just uh, super tough chick? I think of that movie. I think of her sitting over the uh, zombies, letting her arm bleed over yeah, them and yeah. letting them jump up at her arm. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, it's a great scene. I listened. To that, that was a great shot because you didn't see what she was doing. Yeah, and you realized really they were up on that that scaffolding mm-hmm. above the crowd of zombies. Right. That was a good movie. Man, this. Uh, uh, I watched. I listened to the commentary for it, and the commentary was Mila. Uh, Paul Anderson, who she eventually married. I Did think she, they married eventually. I heard she was kind of bratty. Uh, yeah, but that about the time when uh, like Resident Evil came on, she was she, a supermodel, right? She's, she was young. She then was too. a supermodel. Yeah, oh, she was a supermodel. Yeah, and then she did Days of Confused, and then from That's that right. she did minor roles, and then this was her kind of her big one. Multi, uh, but she was pretty young. <laughs> so if she was bratty, I'm sure that was when she was younger. She was younger. in uh, Zoolander. Oh, I apologize. Yeah. Mila. <laughs> I, uh, I love you, Mila. Oh, and not, obviously Fifth Element was her big yeah, one. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. But the commentary... They knew Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it's a multi-pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- I listened to the commentary, and the commentary was her, Michelle Rodriguez, and uh, the director, Paul Anderson. And it was really funny. A great commentary to listen to if you uh, have the, the DVD or the Blu-ray. I'm sure it's on both of them. And they're just joking through the whole thing. You could tell that these guys are just actors. It wasn't had, talking about had fun the with it. There was at certain times, but they, they got to the scene where they were talking. They ripped Purefoy. The uh, the actor who, from Rome, the oh, one who played the, the twist character, they they ripped him through the whole commentary, and you don't usually get to hear actors very liberally make fun of other actors. Sure, yeah. So I'm like, I'm there. like wringing my hands, like I'm like being a boy here, listening to something I shouldn't be listening to. Yeah. Because there was a scene at the end where she has to. Uh, she has to kill him, and she takes an axe and brings it down on top uh-huh. of his head. And I guess during production, she accidentally hit him oh, and fuck. everything. And he, uh, they, Michelle Rodriguez, like he was such a big fucking pussy. She says, "Do you remember he went to his like uh, he went to his agent and he had his agent and they're talking about the whole behind the scenes feud." And he says Damn. the agent said that he wouldn't come on set if they were on set again. And then when he finally came on set, they would just make fun of him and say, "Yeah, stay over by your corner there, you little uh, little dude." Oh, and so man. it was hilarious Ooh, to hear man. them rip this guy to shreds on the commentary and the director's just like yeah I'm just gonna stand here and yeah, listen to this oh talk. my god that's maybe, we, maybe we should move on about other yeah, shit yeah let's talk about <laughs> something else wow that's it was crazy. funny though man but uh, it was she was fantastic in that movie and uh Hell, how many how many sequels does that have? I couldn't um, even tell you. It must mean, be five. I think it's four or five. Six. I own three or four of them. I love she the first two. Pretty good nits for us. Oh yeah. It kind of got old to me. Vegas around was the good. third one, it, it, it got kind of old. The la the the latest one, I think it was the one that took place in Vegas. I think I own one that I haven't even seen. There was Extinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the first one was just Resident Evil. Then it was Resident Evil Extinction, and then, then Resurrection. I and think. Annihilation was it one of them? Yeah, I, I think I, it was. There's yeah. I wonder if they're doing a new one. The girl who kicked the horns. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a part of all of them, though, wasn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. She was. No, because she's and, Alice. She's didn't like, it, uh, because I watched the fir- the second one I liked because it had uh, uh, it had Michael Epps in it the second one was Michael Epps in all of them he was in yeah he was in all of them loved him man yeah and and the funny thing is like 
he dies in all of them. Really? Yeah, he dies in all of them. But like, they keep he, bringing him back? Yeah, well, he's just a different person. He's just a the same character? guy. Oh, yeah. oh, I got you. Just Michael Epps, but it's <laughs> funny. I'm still me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you looking up? I'm just trying to see uh, which how many there are. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's Resident Evil, then there's Apocalypse. Apocalypse, there's, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Then there's Extinction, then there's Afterlife, then there's Retribution, and then the final chapter. This is six. Holy I do shit, not. Man. Yeah. I've never, think I've never even heard of the final I, chapter. I, yeah, I don't. The new beginning is after that. I think the final chapter. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm all about it. If it has an audience, go for it, man. I think yeah. the final chapter I saw. Like, um, I have a fear because, like... I watched the Phantasms back in the day. No one likes all five Phantasms but me. But if you grew up watching all these you're Resident the Evils, man, you're probably loving I them. think I've probably seen all of them, really? but I just don't remember. Yeah, I think I was out after three. Because it's a good series. Yeah, it, it was decent. It kind of got old after a while. They weren't doing anything. Maybe they refreshed it right after I got out, too. So I'll have to yeah, come to revisit. I think I actually saw it. the last one in the theater, but huh. I, I don't remember. I'll it. definitely revisit it. All right. So this last one here, my number one, this is one I'm going to cheat a little bit because I think both these uh, both these ladies Cheater. both these ladies need to be mentioned because they're in this whole movie together they do this whole scheme together and this is a phenomenal movie and this was me and Dave's Wednesday movie oh, really? uh, uh, that we just recently watched so we're That's very good. familiar with it I love these actresses separate from these roles but for me this was a huge movie when this came out I think I watched it after The Matrix uh, this was uh, Bound never heard of it wow then you're gonna you're in for a treat. Uh, you're in for a treat. Uh, so we got Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly. A lot of people might know Jen, uh, Jennifer Tilly. Uh, she's got that recognizable voice she's, for sure. Yeah. And she's she the was neighbor in Family Guy. In Family Guy, and she did the voice of the Chucky she's Bride Chucky of Chucky. Bride. Yeah. And she did uh, Let It Ride. She was she funny was in, in uh, Let It Ride. She was, yeah, she was really great. Uh, oh, fuck, what's that great movie about traffic school? Oh, um, uh, movie violations. Movie violations. Oh, I didn't know she's she was in the. Yeah, awesome. she's the girlfriend in that movie. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you can't she's mistake. She's got a very voice. distinctive voice. Voice, yeah, and she's really great. And Gina Gershon. A lot of people know Gina Gershon from uh, The Insider. She was also from Showgirls. She yep. was the kind she of the real rival. mean girl, the rival in, uh, in oh, Showgirls. Joey Pants is in this. Joey, Joey Pants is this whole movie man. He gives He's, the performance. He is amazing in this movie. Not so, to take away from the ladies. Yeah, we should mention a little <laughs> bit about the directors because it's 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 such a fascinating thing for me with the directors. So when this movie came out, it was directed by the Wachowski brothers, and they went on to do The Matrix, which is a completely different movie, but. You can see their style was on there. Well, one of them, and I'm going to get their names wrong for sure. Uh, the they both or, transitioned, both right. the brothers. Yeah, and I thought it was very interesting that the there was one skinny one and there was one a little thicker. Kind of reminded me of Kevin Smith. The skinnier one, uh, I get, don't know his name. He transitioned um, from male to female, and for a couple of years, it was you you'd see them together they're still doing movies i think they did cloud atlas together when uh when the younger one was uh, already transitioned and then the older one transitioned and i thought that's so fascinating how many what are the odds that that could possibly the odds that someone's uh transitioning in the first place to let alone two siblings doing it and it must have made it super easy for the other one to transition yeah, he when had it worked first hand so knowledge he, he i mean i can imagine he did it 
because he saw that he it's possible to do it. Yeah, through his own brother. Absolutely, and I I think it's awesome. They weren't twin brothers, and I love right? no, they weren't twins. But I think it's awesome that they for years were going as the Wachowski brothers, and now yeah. they're still making movies and they're going as the Wachowski sisters. So they do, yeah. Yeah, they still they, they go the as that moniker as the Wachowski sisters. I think it's fascinating. No, that's awesome. And this was like their somebody's going to make a movie about them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah, should sure. yeah, absolutely because they're they made great movies before Here, Hollywood. And after, yeah, do it. <laughs> and uh, this was basically their coming out party was bound because they got like massive by the time The Matrix came out. I mean, every person saw The Matrix. And I'm pretty sure I saw The Matrix before this. I think I went back to watch Bound. And this was a staple at my house back in the day. We were always putting this movie on. And what's going on is it's like just a great, good old-fashioned kind of crime heist caper, uh, caper type movie. Mm-hmm. And what's going on is Gina Gershon uh, is she plays a lesbian she's moving into the building uh to do some work she's like a handyman uh uh for the guy that owns the building and she comes in there and she immediately comes into the elevator with jennifer tilly and they kind of catch eyes like oh who's this girl who's this girl yeah and uh joey pants is there and you realize that uh She's kind of Joey Pants's girlfriend. Uh, Jennifer Tilly's kind of Joey Pants's girlfriend out of convenience, uh-huh. you know. And Joey Pants is this low-level mobster who's who's got some intelligence in him, but a, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, times, like react after emotion and uh, kind of like Tommy from uh, Goodfellas, where he can be vicious as shit, but right. he can be a dumbass at points. Mm-hmm. And uh, not as dumb as Christopher Maloney in this oh movie, my God. who is really, really Detective great in this Stabler movie, too. from SVU. Yeah, Christopher <laughs> Maloney. He was also in Oz. He was awesome in Oz. He was uh, you'd recognize Christopher Maloney if he you've was seen him level before. You've probably seen him in different movies. Uh, really phenomenal in this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's good. SVU's my buddy, got like 14 seasons. Uh, my yeah. buddy Peter Spellos or Speos is in this one. Who's that? Which one's my, that? The Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's really good in this. He was the one that was at the bar with him, yeah. He's great. He's so random. Yeah, he's random in this movie for sure. So what happens in this movie is shortly on, Jennifer Tilly makes it clear that she likes Gina Gershon. They should get together. Don't worry about uh, Caesar, who is uh, the Joey Pants' character. Mm-hmm. And you're you're wondering how legit Jennifer Tilly is in this movie because shortly on they bring the the idea. Oh, the other that, one's an ex-con too. Yeah, and Gina Gershon's an ex-con, which is basically what made Jennifer Tilly kind of bring it up to her. It says, hey, there's something going to happen where there's money going to be exchanged and, you know, maybe we should rob uh, Caesar. I have the perfect plan. And the plan was pretty perfect. It was pretty perfect. <laughs> and amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, because Joey Pants has his ongoing feud with Christopher Maloney. And uh, he hates his guts. But Christopher Maloney is the big guy's, like, son. So you can't really do anything right, about yeah. it. You know, you just kind of take shit from him. Even in the mafia. <laughs> yeah. There's a great scene early on where they're torturing this other guy because they know where the uh, – he knows where the money is and they're not telling him. And Gina Gershon can actually hear it from the – the the adjoining hotel room she's staring at the toilet that she's supposed to be fixing she's like staking the tub and she hears these noises what's actually happening is in the next apartment joey pants and christopher maloney are beating this guy's head against the toilet oh, and fuck. blood is going everywhere they do a great transition scene where it's at her toilet that goes into you see the oh, it doesn't yeah, even like, go in it's like you think you're looking at her toilet because you are but then blood starts dripping in there so uh-huh. you realize now you're at the other apartment oh, that's crazy and they're just beating him to death and they uh they go and get right. some shears uh. some 
some garden shears. Mm-hmm. And the guy know. says, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. Oh, fuck. And he gets... They that's as far as they get with me. I'll tell you anything you yeah. want to know. And it was like the easiest effect ever. We saw him put the shears on it. Mm-hmm. We heard the sound. We yeah. saw him drop on the, on the ground. Mm-hmm. And he gave that shit right up. Yeah. So that's the money that Gina... Ger- uh, or Jennifer Tilly wants Gina Gershon to like intercept. So what's going to happen... Their plan is they're going to bring the money back there. Well, actually, she doesn't even bring it to her after, until after it uh, happens. So what happens is they jump forward. They don't. See, you don't see Joey Pants or Christopher Maloney or any of the guys go get the money with this Shelly guy, the guy they're torturing. And all of a sudden, Joey Pants busts through the door, covered in blood. Oh, He's got a whole book bag full of money, like drenched with blood. And apparently uh-huh. what happened during it is Christopher Maloney freaked out as a uh, kind of a wild card, hothead that he is, and shot Shelly right over the money. And the, oh, the blood and brains went all over the money. So Joey Pants actually has to, he puts the money in the washing machine. Yeah, yeah. They launder that money. That's a yeah, tied moment, he, right? He literally <laughs> laundered that mo- money. It was he was he wasn't being efficient at it. I Ancient would say. Chinese. Yeah, he hung secret. it up with like clothes pins all around the house. The dryer. Money everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't put it in the dryer, but put it in your jeans. But anyways, and put it in the dryer. <laughs> so Jennifer Tilly was there during it. She just heard him counting money, and it's like two point seven million dollars. So oh, it's at shit. the apartment. Yeah. So her plan is, and the big guy is going to show up that night to pick mm. up the money, and mm. Joey Pants is going to hand it to him, and they're all going to be happy that this job went as planned. Right. So what actually happens is Jennifer Tilly says, "This is what I want you to do." Uh, when he meets with this guy, this guy only drinks one thing. He mm. says, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to intentionally drop." that bottle of liquor on the ground he's gonna freak out i'm gonna have to this is an hour before it happens two hours before it happens Mm -hmm. he's gonna send me to the grocery store uh there's a lot of what ifs in here but it all works out uh he's gonna send me to the liquor store to buy a new uh bottle of liquor and when that happens i'm going to open the door and let gina gershon in Mm -hmm. gina gershon's gonna slip because she's like this master thief can slip into the uh the li- like library without being seen yeah, while he's in the shower while he's in the shower and uh, lock pick the thing out get the money uh, place these like heavy weighted newspapers in there and slip out Damn. and when she did does that and Joey Pants finds out about it he's gonna immediately think Christopher Maloney's screwing him because mm-hmm. Christopher Maloney and him are up at well, odds. Jennifer Tilly makes that, it, that's makes he it makes even it really more happen. convincing. You go ahead, why don't yeah, you tell us? she comes she comes back with the bottle mm-hmm. and she's like. Oh, how'd the meeting go? Sorry, I didn't get here in time. Uh huh. And he's like, "What are you talking about? We haven't met yet." Oh, really? I just saw Christopher Maloney's character getting in a car and oh, driving away. Oh shit! He's like, "Wait." That- She's like, "Are you no, sure? No. You sure you we, saw him?" He's like, come. "I know what he looks She's like. like. I know what he looks like." I honked at him. He didn't look at me, and mm-hmm. he just left. And. uh all of a sudden, I think you see him turn towards you do the those, case. Well, you do that thing with the, you know, the camera attaches to oh, the guy's yeah. body. Yeah. And so it looks like he's going through this like mind wave right. of emotions and everything. Yeah. So he immediately goes over to the case and opens the case and he sits there for a second. And this is a great scene. Yeah. He lifts the case and I think that's when he does that spin around and circles thing. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got 30 minutes for. Them. Run, little run, get yeah, them, right, exactly. yeah. yeah. And oh man, from that point on, that movie just like oh. takes off to oh, some wow. stressful shit because I imagine he ends up. Uh, we could tell a little bit about it. Well, he doesn't have. He couldn't find the money, so the big boss shows up with with Christopher Maloney. Ah, uh, yeah, his character. And it really What's his character's intense name? I'm scene. Saying Christopher Maloney. Ah, uh, yeah, damn. What Junior. Is his name? We call him Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a character name. Johnny. 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 Yeah. So yeah, Johnny, and then a bodyguard, and the big boss show up. And I'm looking at you. I'm like, 
he has to shoot him. I mean, and- yeah, because he's he's there. You're watching the scene. You're waiting for them to open the case. Yeah, and. In Joey Pants' mind, he's like, I'm going to catch him right when he thinks he's going to catch me and I'm going to uh, uh, get the fast but because one he didn't do it. He didn't know what he was talking yeah. about. You could tell really Maloney convincing. has no idea what he's talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Joey Pants is like, open the case. Go ahead, open the case. You'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And Joey Pants ends up pulling a gun out and uh, shooting at Christopher Maloney. Open the case. Damn. And he opens the case and it's no money. And he's like, where's the money? That's what I want to know. Where's the fucking money? So they're like arguing back and forth and the main mob boss stands up and says, let's calm down. Let's calm down. He goes to grab the gun from Joey Pants and Joey Pants slowly closes his eyes and before he realizes he pulled that trigger like uh, Christian Slater. uh, He hears the shot. uh, Yeah, shoots him right in the chest and he falls down and he doesn't have much time. Boom, boom. Shoots everybody in the room. Damn. And there's blood. Blood, blood everywhere. And this is there's there's several tense scenes that we won't get into, but the the next one is you realize someone's gonna report those gunshots. Of course. And so the cops are ringing and the bodies are everywhere. Mm. And he's dragging the body to the next room to get him in the tub. He's cleaning up the floor. <laughs> oh my Jennifer Tilly's trying to slow them down and yeah. everything. Yeah. And so he ends up loading a ball in the tub and everything. And he ends up letting the cops in and he's wearing like just a he wets his hair like he was in the shower. He's wearing just a waist thing, yeah. uh, towel around his waist. He's got a gun in the back. He shows the audience there's a gun back there. Right. So if anything goes wrong, he's gonna shoot these cops in yeah. a moment. And at one point the cops like He's like, they turn the TV up real loud, and mm. uh, Joey Pants like, sorry, I got a bum ear, and they're hearing the action movie on and everything. So right, yeah, right. we think we know what happened here, yeah, and everything. He says, yeah, that's all right. And uh, one of the cops says, do you mind if I use, use your, your bathroom? bathroom? <laughs> oh, fuck you! And I'm not gonna tell you this movie had should. one of the creepiest scenes, and I don't know if it, it was creepy to you, but after he killed Christopher Maloney, remember he went up and. Picked up Chris oh, yeah. head and started like, talking to him. Who's dead now? Uh, Who's dead now? And he's like shaking him. And, and, uh, <laughs> it was really creepy, man. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> funny and creepy at the same time. But, same time. But, but, but the, uh, you, you can't ruin the ending, obviously. No, we can't it's ruin it. so good. It, they just, uh, man, these two girls really just played these guys for fools, man. And even the, there's moments where they get caught and almost get caught and uh, they just turned it against them, man. Like... It's a fun movie to watch these two uh, these two ladies to pull this off. But yeah, it was a really a really fun good. movie, man. Yeah, I would recommend this to anybody. Certainly to you, you would love it. It's called Bound. Yeah. Uh, it's super famous in like the uh, LGBTQ uh, community too. This is like the bee's knees for them, man. The uh, Bound movie, and and for both of these guys to direct this this movie, you know, before they had transitioned and like looking back at how much of a major uh, influence this must have been to them, it's it's really incredible. So definitely yeah. check. Outbound. It's one of those indie movies that just if, if it didn't catch your radar in the '90s, it probably never will unless somebody brings it up. But mm-hmm. Joey Pants probably one of Joey Pants' best things you, he's done, man. Didn't you say they tweeted out a photo of themselves together randomly? Yeah, on the same. I'll have to show you this. Uh, I can show you here. But what happened? I was just randomly on Twitter like two hours after me and Dave watched Bound and somebody had, I don't follow Jennifer Tilly, but somebody I follow follows her mm. and retweeted uh, this picture that says catching up with my Bound co-star and it's a selfie of Jennifer Tilly and Gina Gershon. Oh, and wow. they both look incredible, man. Mm-hmm. So much so that they could uh, turn this There's into There's no Bound 2. They, they could be a Bound <laughs> 2, man. They could be. I don't know how they're going to work that, but... Upward Bound. <laughs> Upward Bound. Homeward <laughs> Bound. Yeah. 20 years go. later, still Bound. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, really fantastic, yeah. So definitely check that out. So yeah, that's it for our uh, second part two of our uh, strong woman pod. Hell yeah! We said, and maybe in next year we'll uh, 
we'll come back and we'll tackle a three and a four. But uh, I think we got some good ones planned for what's coming up in the next coming weeks. Yeah. The first, the next character actor one is going to be a really credible one because it's all these character actors that we all grew up with, these minor guys that we all remember and could easily, once people let you know who that guy is, yeah. they can name four or five things that they've been in. You mm-hmm. know, they deserve the spotlight. Oh, and they deserve Absolutely. a spotlight. Especially yeah. They make movies sometimes. Yeah. Ones that have really good character actors really Absolutely. hold up a movie. And there's... A lot of these character actors that we grew up with became huge later in life that still aren't that still aren't getting the like leading role, but they're still uh, one of the probably the biggest, most successful character actors that we know of ones we grew up with is Richard Jenkins uh, yeah. because he's mm-hmm. been nominated for Oscars and he's done all this stuff, but he started as the cop like buddy. The movie, or, the movie Zodiac, yeah, all those little background guys. characters were so fascinating. Absolutely. And it, was, it, it only happened like... The police chief that looks like Bob. Yeah, he he's great. I can't. I don't remember everything he's in, mm-hmm. but uh, there was a ton of them. Yeah, there's a lot of. Oh, that's uh, Elias Codius yeah, yeah. from uh, Yeah, Let Me In and yeah. uh, Teenage, Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> he was Casey Jones. Yeah, in the original one. But yeah, so it's gonna be a fun one. To, and it's kind of topical right now too. When, like you said, they are such an intricate part of the movies. I don't know if any of you heard this last week. The Oscar kind of thing that's going around where nope. they're they're. They're not giving. They should be giving. Uh, they're not giving uh, television play for the cinematographer or the editor or any of these things anymore. They're just doing them like in a ceremony the night before. So th- and they did that they, last year. Yeah, and though well, they're talking about while maybe it's just continuing it's this year. Because nobody wants to fucking watch the Oscars anymore. You well, know, like, but if you're in that industry, I mean, it's for people in the industry anyways. And, and to not show those guys. And, right, I mean, talk about if you're an editor and you're you. People who haven't done the editing don't realize how an intricate part of the movie making that is. I mean, Fuck that yeah, is fucking dude. huge, dude. They should be right up there with a lot of these things and be proud to get these awards. Same with cinematographer. You imagine any of these movies without Roger Deakins or any of these uh, great cinematographers are out there. They should get their due, man. Oh, I, I mean, agree. Who cares? If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, that's the thing is they can't sell the advertising not, because nobody wants to watch it, so therefore they don't want to... I mean, from a business standpoint... Well, you, because the... The moviegoer wants to see the stars, you know. Right. They yeah. want. They, they don't, don't care about the, the behind the scenes the stuff. sound mixing Oscar for the foreign film. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, so we'll see how that. I this I might change the, the, I Oscars. the Oscars. I love the Oscars. I watch them. I'm going to watch, watch them every them. year. I've been watching. I think I've watched them every year for the last thirty years. Yeah. So I do a read, lot of. I do read them the next morning. Yeah. I'll look at the. I, I'm less and less interested. I'm more interested in the, like those key moments or the interesting stuff that happens during them. That's why the Golden Globes are a lot more fun because they allow drinking and people just will shout off at the hip yeah. shit. That doesn't happen at the, at the Oscars? Oscars much. I don't even know if they have narrowed down who's going to host now. I don't and, think it was. I think they're going hostless. Like, is that what they will be just a, have people going there? Uh, a new person each. Interesting. That's a shame. There's so many great calls. They did it like, like eight years there. ago. It wasn't bad. Yeah. So you we'll got to see. see more people host. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that if they want. That's what they want to go with. But it, it's like in two weeks, so I'll definitely be checking it out. Who's uh, going to win? You got a prediction? Well, none of the people that we had on are like best year, and I mean, there are some that Give are Give an Oscar prediction for well, best picture and best. Uh, well, I, I can. Remember best you. actor will be Christian Bale. I, I don't think it's going to go to anybody else. Yeah. Uh, best yeah. picture is going to be an interesting one. I'm not sure which way they're going to go with that. I could see them growing with the Green Book or. Uh, I remember you giving a guarantee that Christian Bale yeah, was going to win the Golden Globe, which he did, and also that uh, Nicole uh, Kidman. But she did not. Uh, she and, did not. She was nominated. One yeah. for one. She would, one I for still two. haven't seen that movie. That movie never came out in the theater here. That Destroyer. 
Never came here. Yeah, oh, really? It yep. looked good. I looked fucking phenomenal. Oh, well, I thought they I, even I had thought the trailer I in the movie I theater. I thought the I thought the release date was 2019, but they had no. It like, was, yeah, it was like the end of January. I thought it was at first. It was Christmas. Mm-hmm. Then they pushed it to the end of January, and now I don't know where the hell it is. Really? And so, it's a fucking Oscar by, nominee, yeah, and mm-hmm. it's just disappeared. How strange! I is mean, that? it probably just came into the limited market. So yeah. I would imagine, hell, maybe it's available on demand now. I'll have to check it out because I, I that was one I would definitely wanted to check mm-hmm. out. So I hope she wins for that because I love her. But yeah, we'll check it out. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, leave us a comment or a like on SoundCloud or iTunes. You can get a hold of us at Twitter at 2 Podcast, Facebook through uh, Fascinated with Films, or email fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. Character mm-hmm. actors next week, week after that. Wild card, bitches. Fuck yes. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. We have a special celebration, so we decided to uh, to do a wild card episode. Now, if those of you not know, I will not know Justin's picks. Dave will not know mine. I won't know his. We'll, we could all have uh, jury duty. Do we, on no, our- do, we, do, we, do we just say that and then really tell us? No, I like that. No, we went by the book. We went by the book. No, I don't want to know. I think that would be a lot more interesting. Either we know <laughs> Which, we could celebrate it or you could tell us what it's about. So yeah, well, it's and great. it's great too because, you know, when you have a list of 30 and you don't want to narrow them down, you want to be able to go just on the fly sometimes. And oh, is that what you're coming in with? You're coming in might, with 30? I might be. It's interesting. I never thought of doing it that way. And I just, always have just one immediately alternate. feeling it out. I have yeah. one alternate always, but I'll never do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the wild card, I think I might come with like three alternates. Yeah. That's exciting. No, I think no I one's going to pick mine. I guarantee it. He's yeah. going to, like, if you go with. Down Periscope, he's going to trump you with Mikhail's name. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally something I would do. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, now let's talk about the better version yeah. of that movie. <laughs> You're going Deep Impact? I'm going Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Space Nine? What's the, what's the um, Abyss? Uh, Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when that needs to be a pod, movies that were better than the ones that came out at the same time. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> I'd have to have a better title for it. But. <laughs> yeah, All right. All right. So until next next week. See ya. Peace. Bye. Let's have a quick word of prayer. Oh, let's not.